Hey guys, it's Saucy Rockets, episode six, season two. I'm Leah. I'm Mary. We're here to talk about impeachment. We are. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is an impeachment podcast now. Um, so it's all impeachment, total impeachment, all day impeachment news. <laughs> all the time. All the time. <laughs> no, not, not not really, but you know, we, we had to talk about it because it happened and it's great and you know. <laughs> and that ends our discussion of it. <laughs> <laughs> we just wanted to memorialize it. Like it happened and now it's here and it can never be undone. And there's always gonna be a little asterisk next to someone's name. That's true. You can't unimpeach someone. You can't someone. unimpeach somebody. <laughs> I also heard, and I didn't know this because I'm an ignorant American who doesn't know anything about, like, our own laws, but that once a president is impeached, they can't pardon people anymore or be pardoned by later presidents. I don't know that that is true because I believe that Richard Nixon was pardoned. Was he impeached or did he resign before the impeachment vote? Oh, you vote know what? Out? No, he was impeached. He didn't, I don't think it, the whole trial happened. I am so pathetic. I need, See? I know. Look how Neither pathetic of us I know. Oh, it's so bad. I'm a lawyer. Wow. I don't know. See, I don't, I can like, see, like, I'm, a, I'm an East Asian studies major, so I'm like allowed to be ignorant about oh this. My, oh my God, wait. I've oh, talked to you about this no. before. Yes. I oh my God. Really like, creeped out. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. I just had to We were just talking about this. I'm like, I just put myself on Leah's creepy list. You cannot go anywhere, people. Seriously, you're not safe. It's not. This has been like a ruse the whole time. My whole like interest in hockey and like you know <sighs> plaid has been a front. <laughs> it's all my fetish. Oh no! <laughs> it's too late. We have a hockey baby together, so you're stuck now. <laughs> I guess so. That wow! You just I just ruined everything. Yeah, you did. This you is did. the end of the podcast. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> No, I, I don't know if this is worse. It's probably worse. I was, like, really big into anime in, like, high school for a while. Oh for, like, a split second. And, and I took Japanese lessons. And I really liked, like, I was taking Japanese as my language requirement and, like, really liked it and enjoyed it and was good at it. Um, and I kind of, like, I had a lot of anxiety in, like, high school. Like, my whole life. But this was before I realized it and, like, medicated my shit and took care of it. So senior year, I was basically like, I don't know what to do. And my mom was basically like, Okay, you like Japanese. Here are some schools that have East Asian studies as a major. Pick one. And I was like, okay, sounds good. So I just applied to schools and that happened. And then I graduated and promptly did absolutely fuck all with it. And uh, don't remember any of the Japanese I spent five years studying. So here's a question yes. to determine if you're creepy. Okay. Have you ever tried to hit on an Asian person by telling them that you majored in East Asian studies? No. I'm no. <laughs> No, I have not. I usually don't tell people I majored in it because it's such like a lame, weird, useless degree. It's like, I really feel like the only time I ever bring it up is when people talk about like, you know, who has the most useless degree in the universe. And I'm like, <laughs> I feel like mine is in the running. Well, that's good. I feel reassured yeah. that you didn't do that. Yeah. When I was involved in the Asian Bar Association, there was always this random dude <gasps> no. who would just show up and he was... I would say he was in his 60s or 70s, and he was... This is getting weirder and weirder. He would just come to all of our events, and he wouldn't really talk to anyone, and no one really understood why he was there, but it wasn't like we were going to say, you can't come, right. but we all kind of wondered why he was there. Ugh. Mm. Ugh. I feel like a lot of racial groups have certain issues that are commonly... Yeah. 
a problem for them. Yeah. And so this is definitely one for Asian people. I mean, I would say that it's one of the milder ones, so it certainly could be a lot worse. But Oh, that's so creepy, though. It is creepy. Do you think there are people who have, like, white people fetishes? Or is, like, everyone across the board just, like, so, like, overwhelmingly sick of white people? They're just sort of like, yeah. I think some people have white people fetishes. It's like having a mayo fetish. I think everyone has... I, I think that... There's probably a fetish for really everything. Fetishized. Yeah. Although, for whatever reason, the Asian fetish is really strong. Yeah. Gross. My, my condolences. I'm sorry for my my proximal creepiness. <sighs> my, <laughs> I'm getting heavily. <laughs> My eyes are darting around. <laughs> She's looking for the exits. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, anyways. Um, crisis averted. <laughs> yes, crisis averted. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, for an early Christmas present to everyone, uh, we've decided to regale you with some stories about flour. <gasps> Yay, flour! When Leah told me that she had some new stories about flour, I was so afraid that she had, like, come up with some dirt about him or, like, stories about him being problematic and she was about to ruin, like, the one last good man in the universe. I was, was going to come here and say he was a dog abuser or oh something Oh, my God, like right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so one story is that um, our coach, who's from Nova Scotia, um, was talking about how he used to play or how Fleury used to play for the Cape Breton Screaming Eagles. And there were fans who showed up to one of his NHL games in the Screaming Eagles getup. And then he brought them down and he talked to them and he was really, really nice to them. because he was so cool. Yeah, he was so excited to see people who were recognizing right. his connection or, or even just from there and happening to. That's so cool. But I'm sure, I'm, I mean, I'm sure they wore that for a reason to the game. Right. That's yeah. still really awesome. Because I think is. about how many dudes would be like, you know, eh, whatever, my old junior team, bleh. You could show up to a Penguins game wearing one of those. Where did Sid used to play? Ramoski, Ramoski, or however it's pronounced. I'm not, I don't speak French because I wasn't a French studies major. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't have an accidental French. French finish. <laughs> and then, I feel like Sid would also be like, ignore it. He's like oh, so he focused, totally or he would totally it. absolutely ignore it. Like maybe if it were if it were a kid, maybe he'd do something. But like a grown ass adult in New Jersey, he'd be like, "You no, thank you." Toads, 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 and they got like totally. <sighs> Poor Sid, he's so awkward. He Speaking is. of Sid, did you see? So the Pens put out another one of their challenge videos. I meant to send it to you, but I didn't. So they have. Um, yeah, because I wouldn't want to watch it. It's your dream husband, whatever. <laughs> Whatever. And his dream husband. So it was Sid <laughs> and Gino competing against each That's other. That's why I can't watch yeah. it, Mary. It's and so they um, they had to um, to take shots at a dunk tank and dunk a rookie. Yeah. So it was very cute. Um, is that appropriate? Uh, actually, I don't know. <laughs> it's a little bit questionable. It's a little bit hazy. Kinda. Like hazingy. Yeah. I mean, it isn't, it isn't. Yeah. It's really, it, like the dad's picking one of their kids. It's a little bit iffy. It's a little iffy. Yeah. But, you know, it's Sid and Gino, so like, whatever. It's cute. <laughs> they can do it's whatever cute. they want. Yeah. yeah. They're cute. They are cute. Um, oh, the other flower story was one of the, oh. I would say kids slash young adult. He's in high school right now, but he was talking about, the other night after our skate, he was talking about his favorite time getting or his favorite puck getting a story um and so 
he said that he was at a Penns game and Flurry flipped him a puck from the ice during warmups, and then some some dude like some grown dude took the puck and then <gasps> and the then dick. and then Flower like looked at him and was like what like you know he kind of gave him a dirty look like what the fuck you know that wasn't for yeah. you and so um he flipped another one and gave it to him Yay, so Flower so he said that that was his favorite story about getting a puck like I wish when people did that like stole pucks from from like the person it was intended to I wish like the players would come up and haul them onto the ice and like mm-hmm. kick their asses. Especially children. Right? Like, that's such a dick move. It is. Get over it, adults. People are so selfish. People, like, suck. Majorly. <sighs> so, anyways, uh, on to our own hockey. Our own hockey experiences. Do you want to go hockey. first? Sure, I will go first. Um, so, I had... An, I have an interesting story. So, I, I, I played recently in two of the quote-unquote men's league games. <laughs> and... The funny thing about both of those games is that they were against the same opponent, and there was this guy who sometimes, kind of like me, he sometimes plays on the team. He's not really a strong skater, and he's kind of awkward, and he falls all over the place, but for whatever reason, he's really good at driving to the net. So he scored a hat trick on both occasions that I was there. I'm, like, aggravated on my own behalf now, like... Yeah, no, he scored a hat-trick, and we were playing against a really experienced team, so it wasn't like we were playing against Cohen's. Like, we were playing against a good team. So so it was just so strange, because I was like, did he just score a hat-trick? That's so weird. And then it happened again. Fuck. And and then I asked him if he had ever scored a hat-trick before in any previous games, and he was like, no, I haven't. And I said, well, I am the good luck charm, because I was here. Clearly. So, yay for me. Why have you never been the good luck charm for me, Leah? Hmm? Maybe it's because mm-hmm. you're not driving to the net enough, Mary. Oh, whatever. Trunkberry did plenty of driving to the net, and she never got a hat trick. <laughs> it's probably because you were <laughs> staying in the neutral zone like a good girl. Right, staying in the neutral zone where I could be the most useful to the team <laughs> by doing nothing. Oh, my God. Also, the other interesting thing about both of those games is that my nemesis was playing in both of them. Really? My nemesis. I have a nemesis, guys. Shock, I feel like you have shocking. several nemesis. No, I only have, I think I have two nemesis. So this particular nemesis, this is my ultimate nemesis. So he's this guy who's, I don't know, I would say he's like well over 200 pounds. And whenever he skates down the ice, he, he pitchforks his stick. And everyone's really nervous that he's going to chop their head off because he's, he kind of. This isn't Murder Skater, right? No, it's not Murder Skater. It's the another wife, guy. The wife who hollers from the yes, stands? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yep. So, well, anyways, the reason he's my nemesis is because we, we almost got into a fight, um, which is really weird. So, is it though, Leah? Well, the first on the first occasion, <laughs> no, there were actually two confrontations. I feel like yeah, this has happened a couple times. So with the him. first time, the first time it happened, he, I was in front of the net, you know, because I was playing forward. So yeah. I was in front of the net, and I was kind of screening the goalie, and so we were scuffling around, and he was trying to get me out of the way. And then he accused me of pushing him, and he told me that I was a dirty player. He said, you hurt people. You're, you know, blah, 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 blah. Okay, and I'm then- sorry. I'm sorry. Not that I, this is, this is going to sound like I'm disparaging your abilities or your strength, and I am absolutely not doing that. But given your size differentials, was he really bitching a fit because you even, like, you might have pushed him? Oh, he was. Like, really? And like, then, really? And then he told me, he said, he said, I don't care if you're a fucking girl. If you do that again, I'm going to fuck you up. So that was interesting. And then later on we were, um, and then I think I just wow. told him to go fuck himself. So then later on in the game, we're still kind of 
at each other. And then that was when he took his stick and he jammed it up. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, he jammed it up in between my legs and my vagina hurt for like several hours after. And he totally did it on purpose. Oh, absolutely. So he's my nemesis. And then after... He's a lot of people's nemesis. Yeah, no, nobody likes him. He's been yeah. kicked off of several teams. So yeah. then, So then in another game we were playing... Um, he, I think that I, I might've given him the stiff arm or something. We were doing something, but he got really mad about it. And he was like, you always lead with your fists. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> it's like, you intentionally try to hurt people, blah, blah, blah. So he was, so then, so then we got into God, a shouting is he match. five? Like, I don't know. So we got into a shouting match in front of the goalie and we were like throwing F-bombs. We were about to literally get into a physical altercation. And then, and then the goalie had to skate up. <laughs> And diffuse the whole situation. So I, yeah. So I had to play against my nemesis recently twice, and it was. And I think he's trying to pretend that it didn't happen. Oh, of course, like, yeah, oh, yeah. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. You fuckhead! I'm never forgetting that. Oh yeah, of course not. Don't ever, don't ever forget. Yeah. So that was that's that the story like of my my nemesis. What a fucker! Yeah, I'm so mad at him. He's disgusting. I feel like that's fair. He deserves yeah. it like perpetually. He doesn't even have to do anything to deserve it. No, frankly. like he just carries this like aura of like fuckitude. Yeah. No, he's just the worst. Yeah. So I'm trying to think if there's anything else happening in my, oh, you know what happened? The other funny thing was, so we were, um, oh my God, it, the first game was a total clusterfuck. It was horrible. It was awful. The second, the next game we played was much better. So, um, but, but, but at, at any point we had gotten hemmed in our zone and so we were trying to clear the puck. And so I tried to clear the puck, but um, I ended up turning it over kind of close to the blue line. So I was kind of deep in the zone. But um, meanwhile, our Russian friend who was, right, so he, he does all these weird slap passes. So I'm sitting there on the bench, and he's he's constantly doing these inexplicable things where he just turns the puck over for yep. no apparent reason. It's like he looks really, really fancy doing it. No, he, he looks fancy. He's a good yeah. skater, but he's strategically, like, not good at all. Right. And so pretty much whenever he, whenever he's on the ice – and I'm on the bench. All everyone was talking about is, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> and, and the whole time, the whole time they were just shouting at him. So then during the break between, one, one of the breaks between periods, he, he skates up to the bench. And, and I think I had only turned the puck over once. So it wasn't like a... So, no, 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 he didn't. Oh, he, he did. Didn't. Oh, oh, he, he totally didn't. did. He did. He said, uh, <laughs> he, he was like, you have to stop turning over the, the puck. You know, you have to stop doing <laughs> D-zone turnovers. And so... <laughs> Um, and so then I kind of looked at him and I was like, excuse me? Like, I have self-awareness. If I am turning the puck over in the D zone all the time, I will own up to that and right. be like, okay, fine. You know, I'm sorry. I'll, stop doing I'll, stop, I'll, I'll, I'll try as hard as I, it's not like I was intentionally doing it, but to the extent <laughs> that I can, you know, stop the bleeding, right. I'll try. So, so another guy was sitting next, Mr. Nice Arms, nice arms. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Nice Arms was sitting next to me and he was like, you're going to talk to her about turnover? <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing? <laughs> So it was pretty funny. I've never, it's never, that's actually never occurred to me where, because we get mansplained at oh, all the time. Oh, constantly, yeah. But I think that this is the first time that another like, man has been like, uh. Mansplained to another dude on your yeah, back. Like, uh, excuse it's me? Kind of amazing. No, it was amazing. I felt very validated. Look at Mr. Nice Arms. I know, I know. Points to him. Like, two points. Yeah. I mean, not like a lot of points, because it's like, no. you know, the bare <laughs> man. But like, he gets a couple. Yeah, he gets some oh. points. He gets a few. He gets some points for that. So, um, and then I had I had a game last night. It was fun. Man, you're playing so much. I'm just like just eh. two two times a week, pretty much. That's it. Man, the I'm good old days. I'm living a dream. I'm living a dream. The good old days. 
So, but anyways, last night I was playing with the more beginner league and um, I had this realization because you know how you always hear about people talk, well, I guess two things. People are like, well, you know, sometimes some, some people are so bad that it's just actually better to have, be shorthanded and not have to deal yeah. with and I had never encountered that, but last night that that was there's there's this poor guy, oh, no. and and he takes up so much space, and so he'll oh, he's no. kind of going in slow motion and he's like, oh, no. I know, but then you can't get to where you need to go because he's he's right there. Like in there, yeah, oh. yeah. So that was funny. I feel bad like talking about that shit because like I was that person. Oh yeah, so we were, everyone person. was that person, but just like oof, everyone everyone was that person. Oof. And then I was also thinking back to the coaching clinic where they were talking about how you don't teach systems, <laughs> systems, <sighs> to get work, me started or tactics unless until people have a base foundation. Right. And and you know we had a we we took two penalties last night and so I was thinking, um. Yeah, there's really no point in having a power and a penalty killing strategy because it's just like it's not gonna it's just, happen. Yeah, it's not. There's it's no. Just, there's no point. There's happen. no point in it. No, you know. No, there's like zero point. They're not gonna be able to execute it. No. So. No. So it was like it was like a Ugh. moment of connecting the dots because you see it with the kids, but even when even when you're dealing with adults who can actually comprehend the concepts, it, it it's still a waste of time. Oh yeah, if like if you cannot physically like get the job done, like there's there's no point in like you know developing a big plan. Yeah. Like you could you could tell me lay lay out some awesome play for me involving you know like <laughs> beating someone down the ice or doing like you know perfectly executed like you know quick striding lateral crossovers like I can understand absolutely <laughs> am I gonna be able to pull it off no it's not <laughs> gonna happen like so just don't even waste our time I theoretically understand it's like when in theory I, I, yeah. I can like picture in my mind exactly what you want me to do and I agree that it will work like physically <laughs> my body ain't going there you recognize that it's a good strategy. <laughs> Yeah, but the uh, mechanics of it, a little bit beyond me. Theoretically, I know that I'm supposed to aim for certain places in the net. Right. But, I mean. Like, I, <laughs> I, I know I that. Frustrate, but... <laughs> like, you know, whenever in skill clinics, like, I frustrate our coach so much because he'll tell me, like, you're taking that shot wrong. You're doing it wrong. You need to be doing it this way. I've told you a thousand times, do it this way. And it's like, I absolutely agree. Like, I, yeah. I understand what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying. I am in my head. I'm doing what you're saying. Right. Which is somewhere between my head and my arms. Like, something is going yeah, awry. Like a little, uh, there's like a disconnect thing. somewhere. And it's just, I'm, I'm doing the best I can, man. Yeah. It's like when people tell you to stop passing to the other team. Yeah, you're like, you're, you think, well, I I wasn't trying. I wasn't to. trying to. I mean, it just sort of happened. I know I'm not supposed to do that. <laughs> just kind of worked out that way. Sadly for you. Sorry. <laughs> I I get enough for execution. So yeah. Sorry. Oops. Oops. Yeah. yeah. But that's me. So um um I feel like we have a very big announcement though. We do have a very big announcement. So should we like drum roll? Uh, so I'm making my return to the ice. On Monday, which is in three days? T minus three days. T minus three days. <laughs> yeah, so the grandparents are coming back up for the holiday, and my mom decided she wants she wants to see me skate, <laughs> which is great because I'm going like, to suck. But she's going she's gonna to take the hockey baby and, you know, get some, some grandbaby time while I lace back up and get out there and try to remember what the fuck to do. I think Sam will be really excited to be at the rink. I think he will be. He likes oh it God. there. It's nice and noisy. That's, like, the sounds he was, like, you know... He developed hearing. <laughs> it's true. It's like mommy's heartbeat and hockey pucks. Hockey pucks hitting everything. Yep. So I'm really excited. 
It, it's going to be very exciting. It's good. I'm going to have to, like, remember how to, like, pack my gear. And actually, I just remembered I meant to wash all my gear after the last time I skated. And I don't think I ever unpacked my bag and did that. It's going to stink a lot, isn't it? You know, I don't think so. I think it should be fine because it will have dried out by now. And Oh, I hope so. Oh, God. Oh. Where is it? It's upstairs somewhere in the guest closet. Well, you would have, wouldn't you have smelled it if Maybe, it were? I don't know. Katie claims she can smell it. Like, in her, like, so, like, there's a, the closet I keep all my hockey gear in has, like, a connecting, like, access panel to the mm-hmm. master bathroom. It's, like, the tub stuff is under there. And so my sister claims that something like, like, she can smell it in her bathroom. And I don't know if that's true, because I don't ever smell anything, because it's, like, she's only hockey. I know. I'm, like, are you sure? <laughs> really? Really? Um, it can't be any worse than my gear. I feel like it can't be that bad. There are, like, people who've stayed in the guest room but have complained about it, right? I would assume so, because it's mostly family, and they don't move right. back. I was about to say, like, you know, strangers might come and be like, oh, my God, her guest room fucking reeks, but, like, not say anything to be polite. But, like, family would be like, yo. What's up? Stank's in there. It, it's a ventilated bag, though, right? Doesn't it have... It's like a canvas, and it was unzipped. Oh, it's unzipped. It's fine. It should be fine. Totally fine. It should be fine. Yeah. Whatever. We'll find out. It'll be fine. Whatever. You skate with mold in your skates, and your feet mm-hmm. haven't rotted off, so it should be okay. They have not rotted off. That is true. Yeah. They are still, they are still there. I also think too, that I I used my hockey skills yesterday or some of the things I learned from hockey anyway, like about falling safely. Yeah. So Sam and I had an adventure yesterday. So, um, I was walking down the steps after his nap time and, um, did not see one of my bastard cats lying on the steps like a creepy little snake and I stepped on him and then Sam and I went for a fun little ride down the stairs. You're victim blaming. I am victim blaming because that cat tried to murder me. Um, so, but, well, I mean, but, that's but, your own fault. I mean, <laughs> that's my own fault. I didn't keep my head up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, but seriously, because like, I feel like because of hockey, like I know how to like fall on my ass and kind of like maintain like staying on my ass versus like that initial fall and then like ending up somewhere else. So like I fell all the way down the steps on my butt and didn't drop the baby. So it's the core strength. It is the core strength. Hooray me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hero. Clearly you are good for I'm you. A hero. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a hero who <laughs> almost ruined my cat. And then <laughs> I had a moment the other day, speaking of falling on your ass, oh, no. I was, I was um, with the kids at practice and uh, Did you fall in front of the kids? That's always an, my biggest fear. I caught an edge. <gasps> I don't think anyone really noticed, but it's, I don't even care about being embarrassed. I care about the pain because it can really, really hurt. It can like, really, really hurt. And you're not high, in like gear yeah, no, when you're coaching. Yeah, no, we're, I mean. Were you there that time I completely wiped out? No. During a Saturday? I, I don't think I was. Oh my God. It was one Saturday I was there like with the hockey babies like doing something. And I went to go skate off the ice to like help a kid get onto it or like do something or like talk to a parent. And so I was like skating at a decent speed towards the gate like not racing but not just sort of gliding and I don't know if I caught an edge or just like had a body fart and my like brain forgot how to hockey but I like fell and then slid off the rink out the door <laughs> oh like full on like shot off the rink out the gate like past like the business manager like past all these parents did you, <laughs> did you land on your ass I did I landed oh, on my no. ass and then like went right out the door <laughs> If you were just kind of running off the ring. No, 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 no. It wasn't like I like oh, no. over the, I like ran off all of you. No, I like fell and slid off on my ass, like right in front of all these parents. And I'm like, hi, I'm coaching your kids. Were they kind to you? <laughs> they were kind. They like made sure I was okay first. Mm-hmm. Like, and then they all started laughing. <laughs> yeah, so it was that initial like, oh my God, are you dying? No, okay. We'll laugh at you now. Yeah, yeah. It was great. <sighs> it was super classy. Yeah. I was excited. The thing I was most excited about when I wiped out was that 
I landed on my ass and it didn't hurt at all. That's hey, never happened to me. I've never, look at you. I've never fallen on my ass on the ice without gear on and had it not hurt. That's amazing. I think that my ass is special. I feel like your ass is super special. You've like got like legendary hockey ass sense no, now. I feel. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's like, what it feels like. You can, like, compete with your... Crosby. I was about to say, you can compete with your dream husband in the, in the <laughs> hockey butt arena. <laughs> the hockey butt off. Oh, Hockey baby. Hockey baby, stay asleep. Um, I think that before we, you know, more full-scale launch into <laughs> hockey, um, everyone, um, Mary is too sexy for her show. Oh, my God. Guys, this is so, like, I am legitimately getting a complex about this because, like, it should not be that fucking hard, right? So... Leah has this cap shirt, which she's, like, artfully shredded and, like, tore up and cut apart. And it looks, like, really, like, badass and great and cool. I always see it. I'm like, that is so great. And so I'm always like, I'm going to do that to one of my t-shirts. So, like, a year, a year and a half ago, like, I, I like, went on fucking Pinterest to find, like, instructions for, like, cutting up t-shirts. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I found this one. You can, like, make it kind of look like a rib cage, like, or, like, a skeleton on the back. I'm like, that'd be so cool, like, over my sports bra, like, going to them from hockey, whatever. And so I, like, I mark it out with, like, fucking chalk to, like, cut the lines. And I'm, like, laying it out. And I'm, like, cutting it. And I get all the way through. And I realized I had cut through the front and the back of the t-shirt so I basically cut the whole fucking thing in half and like completely ruined it so last night I was um was last night or the night before last couple of days ago I decided like I got this itch again to be like I'm gonna like I've got these two t-shirts I'm gonna goodwill and you know I'm gonna I'm gonna doctor one up to see if like I can like wear it as a sleep shirt or whatever I went on like fucking Pinterest and found like a YouTube instruction video for like you know, cutting, just cutting the collar off. I'm not, I'm not even going to go complicated. I'm just going to cut the collar <laughs> off this shirt. I'm just going to cut the collar off. That's easy. So I followed the instructions and I like, you know, measured four fingers from the collar and like folded in half to make sure it was symmetrical, like this whole fucking deal. I put this thing on guys, the collar now, the neck hole on this shirt is so freaking huge. Like it physically will not stay on my body. All right. Like, unless I do like this, like extreme contortionist, like, you know, edgy model pose with my shoulders, this thing instantly falls off and ends up as like a nasty t-shirt belt. Like it is so big. It is so, you could so just big. walk around with your hands. I mean, basically I have head. to, I have to. And I'm sitting here thinking like, well, it would make like a great nursing shirt because basically like it won't stay up and my junk is all out for the kid now. So like okay I guess but why wear a shirt at all? But why then? wear a shirt at all then? Yeah. So it's just like it's it's bad. It's bad. And I texted Leah. I'm like I don't know like how do I keep screwing this up? Like how is it this complicated? It's like because you're not chaotic enough. I am the chaos. <laughs> Clearly I'm sitting here like chaos and I just take scissors and I'm like tap 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 and it works out perfectly. I'm like let's follow the directions step one through five and then I end up with like a rag. It's, it's like we're the odd couple. Yeah, we are the odd couple. So Leah's gonna be in charge of like punking all my shirts yeah. now because it's just it's sad. It's so sad. You're welcome. I'll, yeah. Give me all your Penguins jerseys. I'll, <gasps> I'll punk those. <laughs> you're, like, you're gonna pull a Tavares and light them on fire. I'm on to you. Or I'll put a mean nameplate on. Like you would. <laughs> you'd like sucks ass. Return it back and like slap a new one on there real quick. Yeah. Or the Caps are Stanley Cup champions. <gasps> Gross. Like that. Gross. Yeah. Blasphemer. Yeah. I, yeah. I Couldn't do it gross um, well speaking of our teams uh yeah i guess i guess we should talk about hockey now uh, i guess fine. fine since this isn't like you know an impeachment or like t-shirt modification podcast <laughs> talk about hockey i We're guess all, like asian fetishes <laughs> <laughs> fine just take away all the good topics leah might as well talk about hockey whatever <sighs> yeah so pens or caps first um well we can do pens first okay so um uh, what the fuck 
basically is like my summary for their season so far. So they're playing well. Like we're still in a wild first wild card spot, which is really great considering the Metro is like this massive powerhouse this season. Um, but we have two kind of like big glaring issues still, which are ongoing. And the first is the fucking goalie drama. So like Jari's playing really, really well and he's doing great. I don't know if it's Jari or Jared. I thought it was Jerry because it's Tom and Jerry. He has fucking Jerry on his mask. Oh, I had forgotten about that. So it yes. has to be Jerry, right? One would think so. I've always thought about him in my head as Jerry. But I don't yeah. know if that's only because you said it or because I had heard it somewhere. But he was never really talked about. In the, I know. In he was just sort of like didn't play that much right. before. So yeah. there weren't very many opportunities to be I'm Jerry. I'm a bad fan. Like, clearly, I'm going to have to research this. But like, someone said Jerry, and I was like, ah. What is his origin? Where is he from? Because he's not Canadian. He's not North American. Is he? I have no idea. I, for whatever reason, I, I don't know. He, he was buried in the minors for like forever. Like I only knew of him wow. from like wow. Penn's fan fiction. Like I didn't like research any further than that. Wow. I know. You call yourself a fan. I know. I I mean. Do you even know what his first name is? Tristan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. Um, no. So anyway, like you know, he's playing really, really well, which is great. But he's now getting like all the starts, like all of them. It's a lot. It's like like the vast majority of the starts. Have they played him in a back to back yet? Yes. Oh, so they've played him in both games. No, the no, they haven't done back to backs with him yet, which is good. Oh, I remember the last time Murray played, it was against Detroit. Yeah. And I felt kind of bad because they even won. though they won, no, they won. No, they won. That's right. They won, but he still allowed like, like three a lot. goals. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. I think it was definitely three because I think that if yeah. if it were two goals, that would be that was good the one that like they carted out okay, but then like he like. He, like, allowed a lot of goals and then had to, like, catch back up again, right? I can't remember because clearly I didn't watch. I don't watch that trash on my television. Whatever. It's just because your dream husband isn't playing. I know what it is. Yeah. <sighs> so, anyway, um, basically, like, you know, you go online and it's always been goalie drama. So, before it was, you know, the Flower versus Murray debate. And then I was like, oh, we should have kept Flower, blah, 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 blah. Um, so, now, basically, it's, you know, Jerry is the future. <coughs> Bless you know, Jerry is the starter goalie, and it's this whole big, like, fucking deal. And I feel really bad for Muzz, because, like, you know, he lost his dad last year, and, like, he's clearly had a lot of struggles, and um, it's just sucky, because he's still a good goalie, but, like, people are being really fucking shitty, and, like, <coughs> bless you. Thank you. Yeah, so it's, like, I don't know. I don't like it. Like, they're both good goalies. They're both good and nice. And it's, like, I am, like, so, it's, I'm so excited to have two goalies on the team where one of them isn't a domestic abuser. Like it's true. It's that's like that's really nice to like not goalie not goalie drama stuff. Like that's been really exciting. It's like, yay, I like both of the goalies on my team this year again. This is great. Um, but yeah, so that's that. And then the fucking injury bug. Like, it's continuing. Like, I don't know how A, how anybody's left at this point, or B, how like the league hasn't implemented some sort of like fucking mercy rule where it's like, goddamn, we're gonna get you like some curse breakers or some biohazard suits for these guys to wear in their off hours. The witchcraft seems to not have held. It didn't work. It seemed to work for a little bit. I don't know the theory behind it, but is it something that you have to do on a regular basis for it to be effective? I don't even know. Or maybe they have to do it in every rink they play in. So maybe they Perhaps. cleansed, they cleansed PPG Paints Arena, but like they also go other places. Well, they didn't cleanse the practice arena, right? And what's his face fell and injured himself right. in practice. In fucking practice, in fucking practice. Now Schultz is out again. He got injured in the game against Calgary, but I can't remember whether they were in Cal. They, no, they were in Calgary. Yeah, because they've they been in Canada. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So see, they need clearly need to like bring Sage and like clean out every arena they go to because there's something fucking or they need happening. To- 
they need to do it around the actual players. Right, yes. Oh my gosh, yes. It's not the arena that's the issue, it's the players. We need to reach out. We do need to reach out. We need to send or we, we need to find someone who's more competent. And like have them reach out. <laughs> yeah, and be like, hey, pssst, yeah. Pssst. yeah. Um So hey, if anyone's if anyone listening is competent, I can't. Any of our friendly hockey witches like yeah. want to reach out and like explain that to the team and be like, hey, pst, like yeah. you know, go after the players this time. Or maybe, you know, Dana, their equipment manager, maybe just like put some stuff in their like equipment Trainer. when they're not looking like or in their like supplies so, like the shampoo they all use after a game just like maybe doctor that shit up and be like yo cleanse the evil um so yeah so like it, there was the injury bug and then like there was the fucking flu or something bug it like knocked out three or four of the guys and i think gino still isn't back from it really is, yeah well he pl- didn't he play the other night i think he said he was ready to play oh he might not have played yeah so it's just been like a giant fucking mess like honestly i don't even like you're still playing pretty decently we're still playing like i said it's it's kind of a miracle that i mean it's just it's i hesitate to say that it it shows like how scary good this team could be if we if you think about like all the people who are injured oh i'm so sick of penn's twitter being like look how amazing we are without our superstars i'm like oh fuck everybody i mean seriously (laughs) like we are we are a broken cart on one jaggedy wheel right now just sort of like weird that cat upstairs that i stepped on yesterday like walking around all pathetic with his limpy leg and he's still like in a metro wild card spot right now well i my theory is that maybe sid was really the problem all along maybe he was he's a cancer in the locker room yeah he was it was he his absence has caused the team to perform better well what it is is like i guarantee you as soon as like the stars all come back they're gonna start sucking because oh, everyone else gonna, is going to coast and, like, be lazy. Yeah. Also, people have more motivation because there are more roster spots yep. for grabs. And, yep. You know, it's interesting how those things work. Yeah. So they're, then they're going to, you know, they're going to bring back Gino and Sid will come back and then everyone's going to fall apart because, you know. They'll be too distracted Sid by Sid will be others. here to carry the team. Maybe Gino is distracted by Sid. <gasps> He's a distraction. Ooh, he can't play like fire when, when Sid's around. It's no. not it's because fire is it's not elsewhere. because Sid is stealing all like the good defenders and the good no. wingers for his own line. It's because Gino's so distracted by like staring at Sydney's hockey assets. Really, it's you know, the the passion, the fire is all going to his passion and love, Ooh. and not towards Ooh. his hockey playing. Ooh. It feels kind of good to criticize. It does men for being distracted by romance. It does. I like that. I like, we should do more of this. No, I think so. Like, why is it like that, like a thing? Like, <laughs> I like this. Yeah, no, I think it's great. Because we all know they're so fragile and they like think with the wrong heads all the time. Like, I mean, yeah, it's like a fact. This is my theory. I, I like that theory. Theory, like, seconded, stamp I, of approval. I did air this theory, not about the in love theory, but I did air the theory last night after the game amongst many Penguins fans about how it's really Sydney Crosby who was a problem all along. <laughs> How'd that go I was over? just doing it to stir shit up. How'd that go over? Blah, blah, Did they blah, take blah, the bait? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, totally. <laughs> totally took the bait. It's so easy. It's like, it's like, uh, I don't even have a good analogy for like provoking oh. someone because it's fun. <laughs> being, it's called being a pee foul. I'm, like, I'm just like a, I'm just like a dumb hockey one. Here's, here's a just southern just... saying I'm going to teach to you. A southern okay. saying. You're being a pee foul. A pee foul? A pee foul. Hmm, what is that? I just like to go around and stir up fights. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. Yep. You're pee foul. I like it. Yeah. I'm going to get that put in my jersey. You should. Peafowl. Peafowl. So, um, we can talk about the Caps now. I would like to open this discussion uh. by saying that Captain was um, named Sports Dog of the Year. Yay, Yay Captain. Captain. Yay. Yay, Captain. Yeah. Can I just say also, like, your tweet about Captain and Elf on the Shelf was just like, <laughs> mwah. 
perfection. So funny. I know. I hate the elf on the shelf. My kids, everyone hates the elf on the shelf. It's fucking creepy. Well, even the parents who actually hate it still get it for their kids. Yeah, why? Yeah, I told mine no. You know, the whole point of it is like you're a parent. You can say no to things. Well, also, you know, yesterday my son asked for one because we were in Target, and I said. Um, you realize that that is a creepy little thing that looks at you and it tells on you. you. It tells on, it tells on you whenever you did do anything bad. Why do you why want, would you one want of those? that? Like, why would you want yeah. a direct line reporting to Santa? Like, yo, look at you fucked up again this time. No, yeah. I want to hope that Santa is distracted by everybody else's elves and like completely misses me being bad. It would be very interesting to see how. The, how popular the elf on the shelf would be in amongst various other groups who are perhaps more overly surveilled or oh my whatever. god oh my god or yes like, or in china <gasps> you know because they're constantly under state surveillance so oh my god maybe. yes oh my god i like i want to do like a study now like you know if you have an elf on the shelf like what is your like ethnicity right I, like, literally, I really want to know this now. I mean, I'm thinking that my friend whose parents fled communist China would not probably be. Probably not going to have an elf <laughs> probably, on the yeah, shelf. probably be like, yeah, no. Like, no, we're not going to have. That's going to trigger me. We're nope. not going to bring Big Brother, like, literally into our house. <laughs> or or teach kids that that is a funny thing. Right. No, that's not funny. No. It's not funny to have the polo watching your every move. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm always telling my kids off. I'm like, you want, you want some creepy little dude to be spying on you all the time and reporting back to you whenever you step no. a toe out of line? I'm like, is that, what you, no. is that what you really want? And then they're like, oh, okay, I guess you have a point. <laughs> you do have a point. Yeah. So, wow. this is very, very, you look very, you, I really want to know, because, like, my sister asked me this, she's like, are you going to do Elf on a Shelf with, with Sam? And I was like, ew, God, no. Like, A, A, it's creepy. B, also, I'm lazy. It's too like, much work. I don't want to have to, like, move and hide shit. Like, do you know how much shit ends up, like, accidentally hidden in my life that I then have to find? Like, why am I going to purposely, like, move shit around? Yeah. What if you forgot about where you put it? Yeah, No. No, yeah. no. I'll do like a fun Christmas thing. Like, here's an advent calendar that stays in one fucking place. And then yeah. you have to do the work of like taking out the candy or like putting on an ornament yeah, or whatever. Yeah, have some candy. Have some candy. Yeah, here. Candy. Easy. Candy have it. Take fun. it. Not, not like take veiled it. weird threats right. about surveillance. Right. Not fun people. Right. Well, I don't want to teach them that some like creepy little dude staring at them all the time is normal. Like, that's called a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're supposed to be teaching kids to watch out for people like that. Yeah. Not to be like, yay, the creepy guy's staring at me. Like, that's a problem. I had never thought about it from that angle, but, yeah, you know. it's gross. Anyways, and I think now, we've all known enough creepy Santas that oh, it's really right. not, like, much of a stretch to, like, yeah. extend to creepy little elves. Well, we've now given people ideas for a master's and we graduate thesis. <clears throat> Leah. Thesis. Leah. I can't go to grad school. Yes, you can. It's going to happen. That's not. As your spouse, I'm going to, like, guilt trip you into it. Okay. We're going to make it happen. So, um, one, so the Caps are currently, I still think, leading the league mm-hmm. in points right now. So are I'm they nervous of, about that? You know, I am not nervous about it because previously the reason being nervous was that you would win everything but not win the cup and, and like, oh, ha, ha, so you, you can win you've the gotten over that. Huh? Yeah, so since we have, we won the cup, I'm not sure if it's going to be as you much didn't of a have, weird you thing. you didn't have the President's Cup the year you won the Stanley Cup. I mean, but that's more of a curse thing. The, the, the President's Trophy is more like a kick in the nuts because, or the, or whatever you want to call it, a punch in the boobs. I don't know. But it's more, I think it's more painful because when you, when you win the regular season and then, and then you like are completely incapable of I mean, doing so anything in the so postseason. So it's not cool to like, like raise a banner for like winning in the regular season? No, that is not cool. <laughs> did, did Nashville do that? Nashville did that. Yeah, it was yep. so lame. Even the Caps didn't do that. They made t-shirts and stuff, and I remember every every year people were like, why did they make the fucking t-shirts? Nobody buys a fucking t-shirt. 
<laughs> it's like, oh. yay, consolation prize. I know, I know. Um, oh. So I, I think it could be different. Also, I don't think it's going to last. I don't think it's sustainable. I think they're on the... I think... I, I, mean, I always feel like this. I think they're on the, preci- the precipice. And they're... You know, hockey is so cyclical yeah. that I think it's kind of rare. I mean, I guess it happens every year that like a team is tearing it up throughout the entire year. But I don't I don't really think the Caps are going to. Tampa. I know. So, okay, you heard it here first. Um, you know, if, if we have to pick teams that aren't our own that we're going to predict are going to win the Cup, I'm picking Tampa this year. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think that... They've had the weight of expectations on them for so long. It's kind of like the Caps. They were expected to win because they had done so well in the right. regular season. And huh. now Tampa is kind of falling off. They're having issues. And I think that if they get it together, if they can kick it into high gear, they have all – they haven't – their roster hasn't changed that much. Right. They still have their superstars. Hmm. If if Vasilevsky can pick up his game, I think right. that I think that they could be really dangerous. Interesting. They could pull a St. Louis. Oh, and by the way, they could pull a St. By Louis the way, team. I predicted St. Louis to be in the Stanley Cup final before so anyone did. else did. She so did. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like I. She's got I a sixth know, sense about these I things. Know. I'm just saying, I'm extraordinarily brilliant, and everyone needs to. Yeah. Pay okay. To like okay. <laughs> okay, Leah. You know. Trying to think, who would I pick other than the Pens? I honestly think maybe the Leafs. Oh no, I don't know. I don't think so. Since he fired Babcock, like maybe. But they they've maybe. been spotty. They've been spotty since they fired Babcock. They have they they had a good stretch. But you want you want to be careful. You yeah. don't want to like blow your wad too early in the season, right? You gotta True. like drag that stuff out. So I feel like you want to stay like kind of middle of the pack. It's like on a reality TV show. You know, you don't want to be, like, super, super low. You don't want to, like, win every competition right, right away. You want to kind of, like, hide in the middle. That's true. Until it's, the end. It's like when we're playing that um, that game at our clinic where there's a limited number of pucks, and then you have yep. to have one at the end yep. when the whistle blows. Yep. So it doesn't really serve you very well to have the puck the entire time and then to lose it at the last time. Yeah, night. so you, you just know, sort of, like, lurk around the edges and then snipe it from somebody yeah. really quick right before the whistle goes. Yeah, and then you just murder someone at the last yep. minute when they're least expecting yep. it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going to shank you. Yeah, you just sneak up out of nowhere. Like, you let everybody else fight and then you just kind of like lurk around yeah, like a shark it's their energy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah i don't know i the leafs i would like to see them have success but i also have never been that big of a freddy fan so i don't have faith that mm. he can carry them through mm. and point. they also don't have a good they backup have a good backup oh no they have like a wretched wretched backup goalie remember oh they were trying to get they thought that they were going to be able to get jerry before like he started that was like their the main uh, well, the dumb thing about that, bed. the dumb thing about that is that the Pens were trying to get rid of Jerry all fucking summer, and no one wanted him. Yeah, they were like trying to offload him all summer long, and no one would take him. Now they have. I, is it Hutchison? He's so bad. He's he's like he's extraordinarily. You know, bad. I hear that. Uh, I think Casey, he gave up three shots on like I have three goals on three shots. I hear that that Casey Deshit, who who beat his college girlfriend, is a quote-unquote, allegedly a decent goalie. But we um, don't want him to be anywhere. So where I he feel gets like, you know, he and Jack Johnson would make a great package to go help the Leafs no, we just on want their cup journey. We want him to stay in the minors. Know, so we don't want him to have any job It's life. so fucking funny. He's in the minors. He bought his big new house in Pittsburgh <laughs> with his wife, who's an asshole on Twitter. He's like, ha-ha. And then they're like, psych, bitch. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> God, I hate him. How do you really feel, Mary? <sighs> I, I also, you know, speaking of all the, the Pens bullies again, like, Fleury Murray and Jerry all rhyme, so I kind of feel like he was doomed mm. from the beginning because he doesn't have, like, a... Yeah. Also because so, he's an asshole. Well, I mean, aside, like, aside, from, yeah. aside from that. So you'll have to look and see whether there are any other goalies that whose names sound like that, and maybe yeah. maybe they will be, like, the next person. Also, his number was wrong. Like, he was, like, number fucking one. Like, really? 
Oh, you know, really? Who, you know who else was number one? Phoenix Copley was number one. Mm. The little Trump supporting bastard. See, yeah, see, see when you got that kind of ego that you got to label yourself as number one, like, I think it says something. Yeah. So, um, the other, the other thing about, uh, the Caps is that they had two clunkers against the Blue Jackets. It's kind of sad. For some people. I mean, I really (laughs) didn't like it. It was sad. So, we talked a lot last season about how the Canes were trying to, like, create this rivalry with the Caps, which was sort of, like, embarrassing. Right. And, like, super try-hard and, like, it didn't really Oh, right. Well, you saw the thing about Friendship Day, about how... yeah. About how they said something nice about every, every single team except the Cavs. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, like, they're trying, like, really major hard to make this whole, like, rivalry thing a thing. It's like, you know, stop trying to make fat happen. Right. But, you know, the Blue Jackets, like, is this, like, legit going to become a rivalry here? No, no. I don't think so. I think, I, I think that the issue is whether or not they have, like, a weird mental thing now because they've lost two games in relatively rapid succession. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm not concerned about it. They're they're just not good enough to be a real rival right now. You think? I don't think so. And we even had a playoff series against them um, the year that we won the cup, and there wasn't really a rivalry that arose out of that. There wasn't any bad blood that I could remember that would have sparked that, because right. I think that it would have kind of continued. Right. But I don't know. You know what's funny is that I kind of forgot that the Pens-Caps rivalry was still a thing because they haven't fucking played each other this season. You know what I'm worried about? I'm worried that our son is going to be, like, aggressive because he's a very he's absolutely player. What's going to happen? What's yeah. going to happen? He's going to murder someone and they then They don't play each other him. until, like, February. But do, right? are, are you going to hate him if he murders someone? Depending on who he murders. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Dear our son, if you want to murder Jack Johnson. Well, aside from Jack Johnson, is there anyone acceptable for him to murder? I mean, I, like, I don't want other people dead actively, but, like, they're definitely, like, most of the fucking team who I don't even know. They just released their, released their Christmas video. It's, like, a spoof of um, the Santa Claus with right. Jim Allen. Um, I didn't know at least half the guys in that video. They had all these players, like, doing these stupid little, like, bit parts, and I didn't know who they were. I mean, is it a product of your having been preoccupied with the baby and not really paying attention to I don't know, because I spend, I spend a lot of time on, like, Twitter and Tumblr at, like, ass o'clock in the morning when that's the kids true. are That's true. That's true. You're still keeping up. Yeah, You're so it's like, I'm not, on. like, necessarily up to date on, like, the specifics of what happens in games, because I'm, like, sleeping during game times now. But, like, I look at, like, the players and, like, their ridiculous interviews and stuff they do, like, see who's, like, doing things. I'm like, I didn't know half these people. So if he has to murder somebody... Also, they all kind of look the same. They're very uniform, you know, so it's hard to kind of, yeah. you know. I can't tell them apart, no. And, and many of them are those, devoid of personality. Those white hockey boys all look yeah. the same. I mean, this kind of brought to mind that dumb, horrible NHL Christmas video oh, where everyone's God, singing. Oh, God, that was so bad. And, like, for once in your fucking lives, NHL, can you find people who can actually sing? No. It would be, like, really refreshing. Like, this this guy can sing really no, well. No, because He's if you can talented. sing, you're clearly, like, you know. He's multidimensional. Yeah. If you can sing, you're clearly, like, not, like, you know, a hockey hockey person. It's, it's crazy. Like, not even, you know, there's hyper-masculinity in all sports, but even in football, the, the Ravens kicker is an opera singer. That's so awesome. So he he sings like there are videos of him singing and being talented. Do you and being think it really maybe maybe there actually isn't anybody like maybe hockey players are so fucking like boring and one dimensional that hockey is literally the only thing they can do. I don't think it's that it draws boring and one dimensional people. I think it beats it out of them. Mm. I think because conformity is valued so highly yeah. in hockey. So I think that even if you did have like talents, talents or something, you're not encouraged to right. Because I can't think of any hockey player 
who like has like something fun well, or Brandon interesting Hopi on the side. Well, Brandon Hopi plays the guitar, but he's kind of different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's I mean goalies, he's a goalie, so he's, goalies yeah, are allowed true. to be weird, right? right? That's true. That's true. Right, goalies can march in and the like right Flower way. does pranks, right? Which isn't like a talent, but it's personality, and like right. that's kind of it. I'm trying to think. Yeah, like, really, I got nothing. I mean, P.K. Subban does all those videos, but he takes a lot of shit for that. He takes a lot of shit for that. I mean, for that. I mean, not for that. Something's not Kuwait to write about him, so (laughs) he takes a lot of shit. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of anyone I've... I've... I really can't think of anybody, actually, which is, like, pathetic. Like, who does music or art? I mean, there are a couple guys who, like, went and got, like, degrees kind of, like, part-time, which is sort of just something, I guess. But, yeah, no, like, Nothing. Sometimes cooking is acceptable because that involves nutrition and fueling your body. So I think that that is kind of yeah maybe one of the okay things to do. Connor Carrick, he has he he has coffee as a hobby. <laughs> that's not a hobby. That's just something you like. <laughs> I mean, he's I would like, be like cookies are my hobby. Mary. Like, <laughs> well, I wouldn't question you if you were to say wine, that cookies were a wine hobby. Is my hobby. <laughs> I mean, I would also not question that. Can I tell you how nice it is to like be able to drink again? By the way, because like. Whew. <laughs> Are you less angry now? I might actually be less angry. Look, pregnant Mary got really fucking fighty oh, at yo, the end yo, there. Yo. <laughs> Remember Mary our was... really ragey episode? Yes, pregnant Mary got super cranky. Yeah. Super crank. Yeah, I mean, do you look back at that time and think regretfully about how you behaved or are you okay with it i don't feel regret i feel regret is kind of like a useless motion or not emotion. regret maybe shame. i kind of look back at it i don't know about shame i kind of like i'm embarrassed about like when i was in the hospital like the this the first morning i was in the hospital like being induced and i like just like randomly started like fucking weeping in the bed in front of my mother and this nurse who was just like oh, no. asking if I was comfortable and I was just like I have to pee and everything but uh, you're taking my blood pressure and like, <laughs> I'm in the bed and these socks are hot and just like weeping just like silent weeping and my mom's just like oh I think that your sister texted us about that yeah it was like pathetic it I don't think she went into awful. she was she was merciful in it that was she did not go into awful. a lot of detail it was awful I'm just laying there and the nurse is like what's 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 wrong what can we do I'm like I just want to brush my teeth <laughs> it was bad that I have regret about <laughs> that I have regret about like the being cranky and I was like yeah whatever I'm pregnantly I'm allowed to be cranky but like no that I regret <laughs> that happened in front of witnesses who like immediately started like texting everybody like oh my god Mary just did this <laughs> were thing they, were they laughing? yeah no my mom was just like you're fine take a breath and I was like you're supposed to support me <laughs> you know things are bad when the medical <laughs> professionals start talking to you in a really slow voice I know I was just like I know what you're doing <laughs> oh my, and just oh like no. the silent weeping I'm like I'm fine just weep 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 <laughs> yeah it was a wreck it was bad. It was super bad. And now our plethora of listeners knows about They all this. know. They all, they know, all know. know. I don't... Yeah. Look, childbirth will, like, delete any shame it's or embarrassment it's, it's that you have ever process. had. Yeah. Like, you will just... You will leave a completely different person. I mean, I had the opposite experience. I just kind of laid there like a drugged out person staring at the wall, and I was like, huh. Like, I literally stared at a wall for hours and hours Man. and hours. I didn't talk to anyone. There were people in the room, <laughs> and they were all doing stuff, and I was just kind of laying there <laughs> like I was catatonic. <laughs> I like that. That sounds a lot more fun. Well, n- normally I like to be looking at stuff, and I'm reading or listening to something, and it's but it was just weird. It was like this weird state of chill. You were just like 
Your body was doing its thing. I don't know. It was probably some weird reaction to the medication that shut off. <laughs> they're like, they're like, oh, we accidentally put you in half a coma. Yeah, Whoops. I think so. <laughs> Our bad. Luckily, turned out okay. Our Let's bad. Whoopsies. Um. So, oh, the other thing that happened with the caps. This, we are very tangenty today. God, we really, really are. Um, so anyways the caps had their dad strip they did and our son's dad oh my god (laughs) oh my god he's adorable he was i my my favorite part was that montage of him with a microphone yes (laughs) and our son is just sort of like he's like oh oh god oh god (laughs) he's like kind of trying to grab it back it has that like fake happy smile and then he just like and then he gives up and then he's like guzzling a beer yep yep he's like i'm just gonna drink just like mine just i'm i'm not here i'm like leaving my body yeah, I think it was one of those moments where none of the other dads are talking, and so oh, he was like, "Why is my dad worst. the, the, the dad who decides that he's going to be not like mm-hmm. the other dads?" And you it's kind of nice to know that like you can be like an adult and still be embarrassed by your parents. Right. Uh, yeah, like so, that's kind of like parenting goals yeah. right there. But he he looks like Santa Claus. Yes, he does. He doesn't look like a t- traditional he hockey does. dad. And he's I really, like I he's like that. I don't know what it is. It's funny. So like I thought about this. So our Garnet Hathaway is like. Super attractive, you know, like, dude. And then, like, Zach Aston Reese on the Penguins is, like, super attractive, adorable. And then you look at their parents, and they're both these, like, their dads, like, these crazy-haired, like, <laughs> wild men. It's like, really? Like, would not have guessed that. Would not have expected that. Right, because, um, yeah, Garden Hathaway is very clean-shaven, yes. clean-cut-looking. Yeah, kind of, like, like modeling. Yeah. Yeah. His dad is not like that. Yeah. No, I mean, they don't really look. Oh, like although maybe maybe it's kind of obscured by the long curly hair. Right, it might be the, like hair and like and the face the beard. Do a lot, yeah. I don't know, but Man. I thought it was so funny. Wait, does that mean that like if the Caps make the playoffs again, do you think Garnet's gonna grow like a Santa beard like his dad? Yeah. Do you think that he has spirally curly hair like his dad? Whoa. I don't know. I don't know. Like like Sid has crazy curly hair, which he is like gelled into submission now. So maybe that's what Garnet does. I forgot that he had curly mm-hmm. hair. Mm-hmm. He, like, he never shellacks grows, it. He, he never shellacks grows it, out it for now. The playoffs. I know. Bastard. Sometimes, he, oh, he, he gets that stupid mustache that makes him oh, punch him in the face. Oh, stash. It's so bad. But it also makes him look like a whiny bitch, and I want to punch him. <laughs> you can't punch your husband, Leah. No, I can't. That's bad. That's bad. Don't you know, punch your spouses. No, it's true. It, yeah. It's an issue. Even when they grow size. bad facial hair. Don't do it. I know, but his face looks so punchable with it. It does look so punchable. Yeah. Tangent, again, my um, brother cannot grow facial hair to save his life like he can't do it so every like no shave november he grows this horrible like pedophile mustache oh, no. it's like five hairs oh no um when he got his last driver's license renewed he went in with a clean shaven face but something about the lighting when they took the picture <laughs> gave him this really sad creepy mustache which is now on his license for forever and the best thing about this is that in maryland they don't when you renew your license oh, they don't redo your picture until you hit like 35 mm-hmm. or like 37 or something like that because they're just like eh, whatever your face isn't going to change that much so like i had to have the same license picture for like 12 years or something like that um so he's gonna be stuck with that bitch for forever and then it's weird because if he can't really grow facial hair in right? real life it's almost like it's taunting him it is like, it is, is what you could have yeah well no it still looks like a creepy pedo stash it's not like a real it's not like you gave him like a real shadow he mustache. Like a manly or a creepy guy no yeah it's just yeah. like a sad little like creepy creepy shadow stash so yeah Anyway, anyway, yeah, our 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 Caps son's dad was like hilarious. He was funny, and oh, I I was very curious about his line of work because people were talking about how he looks like an art professor. He <laughs> does. Or a mad scientist. He kind of looks like like um like Bob Ross. He right exactly. He he owns a lobster processing plant. That's so awesome. Interesting, right? Yeah. 
But I think most people know this because there was a story about how he took his the family. He and his wife took their family yeah, on. Yeah, this a, was the really interesting part. Like a hundred day trip around the world, and it sounded really cool. But they That's went. So awesome. um, I was just struck by some of the places they went. Like one, they went to Bali, and they went. They, they were there on the Balinese New Year, where apparently it's a day of silence and reflection and meditation, and so they all had to be silent for a day. That's amazing. And Gordon Hathaway was talking about how the trip really shaped his worldview and how he views people and he's more open and he understands that not everyone is as fortunate as he is and i'm like you know for a hockey player that's pretty good just thinking like for how, a hockey player right how sad is it that, like that's a rarity for for someone in hockey to be like yeah i've been to different countries and i understand different perspectives and i've seen people in different situations like how many of these bozos have like never done anything but hockey just their whole lives like yeah i went to a different country for hockey and that's all I oh, did. Also, because to be away for that long, that's a really long period of time. I didn't so, even think about that, yeah, but you're so right. People, I think he was really young when they went, but still old enough where he could have been playing hockey. Right. But, you know, people are cray. That's a third of the year. Like, yeah. that's that's impressive. I'm going to do that. That's so much work, though. I know. Like, how much laundry do you have to pack? The article said that they were, um, that, the, that they planned it for over a year, or for a year. It took them a year to put it together. And they Ugh. also, they were in Nepal, and the restaurant they were in got, not invaded, but it, yeah, kind of invaded by Chinese military, and they had to be quiet, and he had to crawl out of the restaurant on his hands and knees, you know, to escape. Holy shit. Interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah, that is way too much excitement for, for a vacation for me. Right? Like, I, I don't know. No, thank you. You're not going to be doing that. I'm not going to be doing that. Sorry. Um, pass. But, yeah, so so that's our very in-depth um, hockey analysis. Yeah. Of, uh, the Caps and the Pens. Yeah. yeah I mean, whatever. They're both fine. It's kind of like, it's so much less drama than last year. I know. It's kind of refreshing, but it's also a little boring. Yeah, there. I mean, because, uh, you know, we're not one of those podcasts where we break down each game and talk about whatever. Whatever. I mean, because, really, those are a dime a dozen. Yeah. So we just talk Not about so we don't shit. we don't pay close enough attention because yeah. yeah whatever we have stuff to do hockey men hit puck with <clears throat> yeah um the other NHL news is that Taylor Hall was mm-hmm. finally traded from the Devils so he's playing with Phil now he is Phil can have a friend do you think Phil wants a friend I feel like Phil doesn't give a shit he really didn't did you see those photos no oh my god the photos were hilarious so they had pictures of him of Phil and then they had pictures of Taylor in his New Jersey. And everyone kept referring to it as, like, a proof-of-life picture. And he has this weird grimace on his face, like Connor McDavid. It was kind of, like, a very help. He was, like, channeling Connor McDavid. I feel like Phil always looks like that, though. No, no, no. Taylor oh, Hall Taylor, looks like that. really? And then Phil just kind of looks surly and mad. I mean, that's, you know, his yeah. face. Like, look, as a fellow, right. like, resting bitch face yeah, ever, he's not like, resting bitch face. I get it. We should call it resting Phil face. We should call it resting Phil face. Yeah. Like, it happens. Whatever. Um... But yeah, I mean, blah, blah, blah. Now he's playing. Yeah, <laughs> I, blah. I did find it hilarious, though, that he was like, well, now that um, I'm really excited to be oh my God, yes. <laughs> traded to a team with good players. Right? Who try hard. Like the it's salt. Be great. The salt. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. so funny. Okay, so do you think that Arizona, like, has a decent chance now? Oh, they were doing really well before they got him. So I think, oh, yeah, they're a definite contender. I think that they're leading. Are they leading their division? They're doing really well, although their their goalie just got injured, so Darcy. That's not good. Dar- but they still have they have like two decent, pretty decent goalies, right? But still, but yeah, I think that they're going to be. I I think they're definitely going to make the playoffs. This no, year Phoenix is in. Phoenix is in. Colorado now, right? Huh? 
Phoenix Copley. No, Phoenix. No, no, sorry, Grubauer. Yeah, Grubies Grubauer is, is yeah, in, he's in yeah. Colorado. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was very confusing because we I'm Phoenix confusing myself. Yeah. I was just like, yeah. I was like, no, Phoenix is in Phoenix. I mean, you have to <laughs> read my mental leaps, Leah. All right, sorry. connect connect the dots. Um, Don't but, make me be coherent. Like, that's just, that's boring and not baby. fun. Um, oh, before we leave the caps, I think it's important to point out that um, Ovi and Nikki are going to be playing their 900th game together, <sighs> cementing their love. Whatever. I think we should point out that Gio just got his 500th. It was his 400th goal. 400th goal. Uh, well, did you see what he said? He got, he was getting interviewed and he, it was like, they, they always quote his broken English. Just shitty and mean. Like, do they, they don't do that with Ovi, I feel like. I don't know. I mean, Ovi might actually have to, like, no, he still do has, better English than him because he's the captain. He, he has, has to, he like... Still has, he still has some, like, broken English. Yeah. I, I did a Which I am not criticizing no, at no, all. No. Like, I, like I said, I, like, studied Japanese for, like, five years, like, as, like, my, like, degree. And I could not... That? It's not going to make me like you more. <laughs> I couldn't put a sentence together right now if I had to. Um... No, oh, I do appreciate how they did quote him in his broken Russian talking about how he wouldn't go on a diet again because it didn't make him less fat. <laughs> He's embracing his dad bod. I, I mean, I really appreciate it. I'm like, why, why, you know, do that to yourself? Well, we all know once you get to a certain point in life, like, you know, that, that stuff is just going to stick around. I mean, it's like what, 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 like he's not scoring enough goals. Right. Or like right. he needs to change something. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, he's already, he's already to the point in his career that even if he did, I mean, he's like 35 years old. So if he if he kind of plateaued or fell off, people would expect it, right. and he's like not. So yeah. So um, but anyways, they're playing their nine hundredth game tonight. Aw, congratulations to them! I know they love each other so much. They do actually, like seriously, legit. Like the cap social media people are they're horny. so. Oh my they're god! They're horny on Maine. They are big time horny on Maine. <laughs> like thirst trap central. I love it. It's amazing. Like it's amazing. Like I don't know what they did over the summer, but like the shift they have made. Like it is. They are full on like plugged into like Twitter internet like lingo right now, and it is giving me life. I mean, so does it make you like the team more? It honestly makes me dislike them a little less. See, it does matter. Because, like, it gives them personality. It makes them kind of, like, approachable. You know? Like, and then you look at, like, the Pens Twitter, and it's fucking boring mm. and blah, blah. And then, like, okay, they get a dog. So that's, you know, like, yeah, well, the cat's got a dog. Like, they did, um, I mean, the Pens did try, they were kind of clever with Star Wars Night, but I'm like, everyone is fucking doing a Star Wars right, Night. Right, whatever. I mean, like, whatever. That's not even whatever. Um, did they even cycle Baby Yoda into it? I don't think so. See, like, come on. They, they could have. I don't know. Whatever. I did. So, um... You know, the Dem debates were last night, and it made me, it made me think about um, um, Ovi about, and Nikki, because remember uh, how they were in, they were in a wine cellar, and... Oh my god, their <laughs> engagement pictures. And Ovechkin is sitting on his lap, mm-hmm. and he had his hand on his leg, and they were both, they like, smiling, yeah. like they're insanely yep. happy. Um, but like, last night during the debate, I wasn't listening to it for that long, because I had to go play, but I was listening, listening to it on my way to the game. But um, Elizabeth Warren and Mayor Pete got into this huge argument about whether or not they would, like, take money from wealthy donors. Ugh, Mayor Pete. I know. Mayor Pete can suck it. Seriously. Anyways, um, so Elizabeth Warren was like, I do not need to have the voices of billionaires who sit around in wine caves, blah, blah. And so wine caves. So I, I was like, I was like, oh, oh my she God, you're so right there. fixated. She wouldn't want... Uh, she wouldn't. She so so Alex Ovechkin and Nicholas Backstrom. If you're listening, she doesn't want your money. You're such you're a like, fan girl. You're yeah. such a fan girl. You immediately thought of them. That's creepy. I know. Ew. 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 You like stalker. She yeah. So she doesn't want their. Do you money. have a hockey? Mayor Pete does though. Do you have a hockey players in wine caves fetish? 
because it sounds like you do. Um, I feel like you're trying a little bit too hard to make yourself sound normal. You should just stop. It's not a thing, Mary. It's <laughs> a thing. But she doesn't want their money. Them. Mayor Pete, however, does. He was like, I think that it's important. Everyone matters. <laughs> he, he, all, he all wealth mattered, everyone. Oh, my God. Gross. <laughs> Pete, everyone, if we want to beat Donald Trump. Gross. Oh I cannot stand it. <laughs> so, anyways. So, also, also, more about us. We're not fans of Mayor Pete. No, we're not. Yeah. We're not. He, I'm like, I don't, I don't give a shit. Yeah, no. I don't give a crap. No, he's, no. I feel like that way about most of the field, but, I mean. Yeah. We've gotten... We're like so tangenty today. We are so tangenty. That's okay because this is our podcast, so we yeah, can do what we want. And it's right before the holidays. Uh-huh. Blah, 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 Merry blah, blah, blah. Christmas and happy holidays to everyone. We're going to talk about women's hockey, everything. So the rivalry series was awesome. It was super awesome. So, well, the U.S. Team USA made some interesting roster moves. So. A lot of there are a lot of people who weren't on the roster, like the Lamarus were not on the roster. Brianna Decker wasn't on the roster. Um, I'm trying to think of other people who weren't. Who do you think they were like, protecting them? Brianna Decker maybe because she had been injured and mm-hmm. she this would have been her first national team play since coming back from injury, but she had been playing in some of the PWH right. PA things. But she I don't know if she's like really back to like full like right. But they went with U.S. Team USA went with youth. Like they brought you know forty five right. players. They had a ton of college players and they went with youth and speed, and um and and so in in comparison Canada. Seemed to take the opposite approach. They actually brought back players that hadn't been on the team for a while that were in previous Olympics. Like Megan Augusta was back, and Megan Mickelson, who had had a baby, and I think her last appearance—I don't even know if she was in the twenty sixteen. I mean, I'm sorry, twenty eighteen Olympics. So she she made a comeback this time, and so and then and then they had all of their old the the old standbys. There weren't any people who were left off the roster that were surprises, except for Shannon Zabados. But I think that there might be. I might, there might be reasons for that. I'm right. not sure if it's because she they think she's past her prime or because like she just got married and maybe she's like not really wanting to, right like I mean not not that, that not that getting married affects things, but like you know if you have a lot of if you have change in your life. Right, like, like maybe, you sometimes you prioritize different things. Yeah, different so times. I don't know. Who, who I, I don't really know. I mean right. she's still an active presence, but I don't even think she's been playing in the PWHPA right. games. Like she's still promoting, but she's not she's not playing. So so it was interesting to see how that would kind of match up and Definitely, I think that this. I think that Team USA, like it, it just showed that it was a really smart approach because Canada didn't bring a bunch of players into its training camp. Its roster, I think we talked about this last time. It's right, fairly it's sad. So, um, yeah. So, but I think at the the time we last recorded, uh, they hadn't they hadn't resolved who was going to be on Team USA. So that was interesting. Um, and then um, we also made the hockey men at the rink watch. The second game of the rival. Such series. a good influence. Well, I know we are. We are such a good influence. Changing them for the better. Yeah. And they're not they're not people who are inclined to be fans of women's hockey. No, not at all. And they would be the first type of people to be like, blah, 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 yeah. blah, no checking yeah, about blood and just not real hockey. Um, so but but they were they were super impressed. Mm-hmm. They were really, really impressed and they, they kept talking about how fast it was, how it was great hockey, and I'm like, Yes, yes it is. So I was that was that was really cool. And just from watching it, I mean I think that the speed has really picked up even since the Olympics and even since the rivalry series last year. It just seemed the game seems to be so much faster than it was. I mean, it was always fast, but I think right. it's like next no, level. No, it fast. yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. It was like just a really good interesting game to watch too. Yeah, no, it was totally interesting. And and I was also really psyched about game 1 because John Walton from the Caps, he's our radio announcer. 
he's our radio play-by-play announcer and he called the game and he always does an amazing job like I love listening to Mm -hmm. his radio broadcasts and he did such a fabulous job I was I was so impressed he he knew all the players names he could pronounce them how sad is it that that's something we have to like be like appreciative of but you know you know the sad thing though is that in watching game two they have Cheryl Pounder who's supposed to be a color commentator and then there's Rod uh, whose last name at this point is escaping me but Rod he doesn't do play-by-play he because he doesn't know you can tell he doesn't know the players names and so he can't if you don't know the players names you can't do play-by-play no. you just can't do it so he just he kind of like spouts random facts about people's brothers and Ugh. someone got married uh, and I'm like uh. he doesn't tell you at all what's going on in the game if you were listening to the first game you could not be watching the game like, and you would know exactly what was happening. Imagine if you were watching an NHL game and the announcer didn't know the players and just basically spent the entire time doing shit like, okay, so there's Sidney Crosby and, you know, his sister played goal in college and she just moved to Pittsburgh and there's Alex Ovechkin over there and he and his wife just had a baby and someone scored a goal. And, that you know, is pretty much there's what he Braden did. Holtby, and he plays guitar and has a really cool beard, I guess. And, yeah, sometimes he marches in the pride parade. Right. Although, although Rod, let's be honest, Rod he wouldn't, wouldn't mention, mention I mean, that. Rod is a person who um, he'd be like, and he skipped a visit to the White House for yeah. some reasons. He called um he called Julie Chu and Carolyn Ouellette colleagues, even though they're married and have a baby. Wow. Yeah. Yep. He called wow. them colleagues. Not like wow. Yeah. It was. It was I feel last like you should do that now with your husband. Be like, this is my colleague. This is my my family colleague. This is my life colleague. My, <laughs> my life colleague. This is my life colleague. I love it. Yeah. I, I think um, I think that your baby could be a junior colleague. He's my junior. I like or your that. Intern. My intern. He's my intern. <laughs> this is my intern, Sam. <laughs> he doesn't make any money yet. Yeah, he's costing me money. Yeah. I like pay for him. This is an unpaid internship. But but yeah, the contrast between watching the first game, the 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 play-by-play and like the absence of it was so noticeable. They they really need to have him or just someone who does prep work, you know. Right. Like it can't be that difficult. Like if that's I just can't imagine that. Like if that if that were my job, I'd be like, "Shit, I need to learn who these people are." Yeah, cuz remember how we were talking about uh, we were we interviewed the Buttes play-by-play announcer, yeah. and he said it can be kind of nerve-wracking. Oh, of course. But I don't even think that this guy finds it nerve-wracking. Because he just didn't give a shit. Well, the most offensive thing about it is that he has been doing this for a long time, so he's he's seeing mm. these teams and these players on And he still occasions. doesn't fucking know. He still doesn't know. He called Kendall Coyne Kelly Coyne. Yeah. Uh, so, so I'm just saying, that was... Why are men? That was frustrating. Why are men? Um, but, but, um, but overall, the series was really good. And, like, it, the two games in Pittsburgh following the joint training camp, t- Canada pretty much dominated those games. And it was a totally different story because they changed up the roster and they, they, put, they put, like, college players, a lot more college mm-hmm. players or recent graduates in. So I think that it made a big difference. And also goaltending. Goaltending was pretty on point. Like Alex Cavallini is always really good, and then Aaron Frankel had really amazing performance in in game two. Like she she got lucky a whole bunch of times because there were there were like several times where Canada had a wide open net and they just couldn't put it in for whatever reason. Yikes. So she got lucky on several occasions, but she also came up really. That's me shooting on empty net. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. And the one of the funny thing, well, the first game was also really heavily penalized. The second game, not so much. They weren't calling anything. That's a game that the hockey men watched, so I think that they appreciated it because, <laughs> like, well, people were getting so made decked majorly. Of that fucking tweet you made about how, like, okay, so checking is not legal in women's hockey, yeah. right? So, like, if someone checks somebody, lots of times you'll see that penalized because they're not allowed to fucking do it. But that one guy who tweeted us. Was like, why would they penalize that check? She had the puck. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, no, like, she, that's the fucking point. 
Well, yeah, and also she she wasn't the one who laid the check. She, she it was kind of how I broke my ankle. So I was trying. I tried to lay. You know, I, I tried to murder somebody yeah. and, and ended up getting. Herself. I dipped the shoulder, and I don't even remember doing it. But I because <laughs> you had a rage blackout. Rage blackout. Um, and then and then I took the worst of it. So the impact the impact was on me, and then I broke my ankle. But the like. So I think maybe they maybe they didn't penalize her because she got the worst of it. Right. And they were like, "Why?" It's like, well, you just penalized yourself. Yeah, but it would it could either be checking or it could have been interference. Either one of those things. So, mm-hmm. um, anyways. Or it was like the beer league games where the refs just want to go home on time. So yeah. They don't call <laughs> anything. Like, yeah. They're like, eh, just play through and whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. But I what one of the funniest things was that they were. Um, like people, they would rub people out along the board. Oh, I hate then, that. So gross. <laughs> and but then instead of just kind of like smushing someone, it's like they would smush and then like this happened on several occasions. They would skate like and like drag them along. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it would be like, wow, you just kind of took a long trip with your face plastered up against the board. It would be fun to like sit there and watch someone's face <laughs> just like smear. Okay. Smear. Yeah. It's like that scene in Thor, or right. like is it Ragnarok? Maybe. One of the Thor movies, I don't know, but he totally, like, face plants and, like, drags his face along. Yeah, it was definitely like that. I mean, yeah. I guess thank God for the cage, right? Yeah. Oh, also, speaking of which, um, so, you know the guy who scored the hat tricks in my uh-huh. two games? So, the, there, there's a guy on defense who's a good skater, and um, and so the, the hat trick guy, who's not that great of a skater, was wearing the half visor, and um, and so the other guy was making fun of him the whole time. He's like, that's why you wear a cage. That's why you wear a cage. It was really funny. That's why you wear a cage. At least our tangent this time was hockey related. Yeah. We're in a fucking cage, people. Teeth are expensive. Yeah, I know. They, they want to get their teeth cut out like a real man. Blech. Punched out like a real man. Um, but yeah, the series is going to renew in, I think, February. And I think that... So Canada definitely started pouring it on pretty thick in the last period, in the third period of the second game. So I feel like they're going to do... They're going to bring it next time. Okay, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So they got like payback now. Oh yeah, totally. They they have a while to stew on it. It'll be interesting to see if they make roster moves because the rosters were only announced for the first two of this of the series. Although I can't imagine Canada shuffling things up that much because training camp was their opportunity. Probably to not. They're just gonna like use that like use people's like you know rage from being there to like yeah. power them forward. I think so. But I oh one other one one big standout. Amanda Kessel is playing amazing. She's best, best Kessel, obviously. Yeah, she had gone through. I remember watching her in the rivalry series last year, and I she she wasn't really able to do very much. I mean, she was fine, but she wasn't she wasn't noticeable. But she was super super noticeable. She was faster, and she was like she she was. I mean, she has she has amazing hands, anyways. But she was she was definitely a hundred hundred percent. She was being best Kessel. She was. She was totally being best Kessel. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I think overall, though, the watching that level of play at that speed, it made me really hope that there is a sustainable Can women's game. Can you imagine, league? like, if every women's game was like that? Right. People and would watch it. And just waiting for a rivalry series, but, like, every game was going to be like that. Like, that would be awesome. People would watch it. People and, absolutely watch it. And I, you know, and I, you, nobody likes, nobody likes it when people talk about this, but there is a huge difference between that game yep. and some of the NWHL games. Yep. Huge, And we huge, talked huge, about this last difference. time. Yeah, but like it was more, it was, it, it was, it's like one thing to watch something and think, okay, well, that's not as fast or whatever, but it's another thing to watch, watch players who actually are able to focus full time on hockey. Right. Like and, the difference it train. makes, shockingly, when it can yeah. be your job. 
exactly how skilled you get. You can tell you can tell that those players are able to train full time and to focus on hockey instead of having to juggle a million other things mm-hmm. in their lives. So I have no doubt that if that were a reality for players in the NWHL, they could be just yeah. as good. Oh yeah, but absolutely. But they don't have that luxury because right. they're they right. weren't quite good enough to make the right. cut where they. It's not a drive or a skill thing. It's one hundred percent a resources and time thing. No, exactly. I mean, but but no one no no one who watches hockey could watch that. Watch the rivalry series and then watch the NWHL, and they knew they were the same. No, they're not. They're 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 different. They're totally different yep. level. So yep. Um. So, anyways, I mean that really that really renewed my hope that a, a compromise can be reached or that there's something that can happen where people can actually be paid full time. That be nice. Hockey. It's the dream, right? Um, yep. Dear dear Santa. Dear yes, it's on our. That's number one on our, it's our Christmas on our list. wish list. Um, yeah, so then, I mean, there's not too much else going on in pro women's hockey. The Pride are still the Pride. Whatever, they have yeah. all the good people, like, blah. No, I was looking, so they announced that they're having the All-Star Game in Boston. Literally, they have, Boston has a top five uh, points leaders. They have the top, three of the top five goal scorers. They they pretty much dominate in every single category. Um, so it's like, it's not even exciting that they're, no. like, doing well. It's like, okay, good job. Shocker, I guess. No, I mean it would be it would be nice if someone could beat them. Yeah. If there if there were a little bit more parity. Yeah. Um, and then they hired a deputy commissioner, Shelly Picard, who I guess she was initially for the game and then she switched over. And I'm kind of wondering whether or not that was a move to reach out to the PWHPA because she played on the national team. Right. So perhaps perhaps they thought maybe she would add more. She would help solve the trust deficit or something like that. Right. I don't I don't really know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm so I'm so like it's so exhausting trying to like read meaning into all this stuff because of course you know nobody's still transparent. No. So it's all just like oh well I guess we're guessing shit. Yeah. I mean so I guess the latest news with respect to NHL involvement is that I think Greg Wyshynski asked Bettman because they were having a board of governors meeting so he asked Bettman whether or not um, whether or not they were going to consider. Um, more involvement in women's hockey at the board of governors meeting, and Bettman said no, they weren't. And so everyone was immediately like, "We like see how many times, how many ways can the NHL say it? They're not going to get involved." Blah blah. Whatever. So, um, so yeah, this prompted me to do some digging because I don't, I don't even know procedurally how it would go about how the NHL would go about getting involved in women's hockey because based on what I was able to find in terms of its constitution, there's a limit on how much money like Bettman could just use his discretionary spending before he would have to get the approval of the board mm. of governors. So I think that thresholds amounts that he gave the NWHL and the CWHL, oh, right. I think that it fell below the threshold and he didn't have to have a board of governors right. meeting. But the, um, but, um, you know, clearly there would have to be some like vote or, or whatever. And right. I think that's why Greg wishes he asked at, like before that meeting, but it prompted me to wonder what what exactly would be the procedural mechanism because the NHL Constitution has um, processes for adding expansion teams and so there's an executive committee and then the executive committee has to decide to to add an expansion team and then then they take it they make a recommendation to the board of governors um, so I'm kind of wondering whether or not the PWHPA is lobbying the um, NHL executive oh. committee. I mean, because basically it's just like adding a couple expansion teams. Yeah, but I don't even know if that's what it would be because it wouldn't be an expansion of the NHL. So I don't even know. I don't even know what the process would right. be for it and where 
like what it would mean for the their constitution and i tried to look up their bylaws but they don't they don't publish them anywhere and then i tried to look i think i found an old version of the constitution which isn't even really officially released i think it was done in conjunction with a lawsuit and then i tried to find out who who's on the executive committee because that's who you would be wanting to reach out to if you're the right. whpa you'd want to talk to the owner of the of those teams and say you know, honestly have- like i wish like if i if i had control i would pick 10 existing nhl teams basically and be like okay congratulations you're getting a sister wnhl team and you're going to be located in the same spot you're going to share practice facilities you're going to share resources and when you 10 teams go to play each other your sister teams are going to play each other and so yeah that means that like you know those sister teams would play fewer games per season than the whatever but that would be a good that's a good idea. Cost-effective way to kind of, like, share resources and not have to start from ground zero. And then you package them. So buy like, a bigger plane. Right. So you say, like, okay, so, the, plane, so, so the, caps, the Caps and Pens are going to play a game, okay? So that their sister teams are going to play a game right before them. And you make a double feature of it. And then you have, like, a built-in fan base built in. You've got them sharing resources, sharing equipment people, sharing all that crap. And you're bringing your costs down. And That's a good make idea. It more successful. I like it. Thanks. Call Gary. I'm gonna call Gary. I'm gonna ring him up after our, after we record. Yeah. Like I've I've solved your problem. Solved it, Gary. You're welcome. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they would go about doing it. And I I would love to know whether the PWHPA actually is trying to lobby members of the board of governors. That's what they are. I don't. I mean, or not the board of governors, but the executive committee. But we don't even know who's on it. I tried to look and figure out. Oh, was which, it like kept secret? Which team presidents or owners are on it? It's not public. So, I mean, I mean, I presume that given that they have an in, they would know. They, of course, would know, but if, if I were... the secrecy? Like, I don't... Why the secrets and lies? I have no idea. But if I were if I were oh. them, that's what I would be doing because nothing is going to happen unless the executive committee makes a recommendation right. to the Board of Governors. And if that happens, usually usually the Board of Governors goes along with the recommendation. Right. Um, yeah. But because I, I, was, I was looking to see how Seattle and Vegas were added, and that was, that was the process, the... Um, People who wanted to create the teams did presentations for the executive committee, and they lobbied the the members individually. So, I mean, one would hope that they know enough and that they're 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 conceiving of all of these. I would things. have to think that they are, but but you just don't know. Nobody knows. But also, to the extent that they want to do that, they should be public about it because if they if they were able to get support, oh, public fan support, bases, get people tweeting about yeah, it, yeah, and, yeah, and say yeah, and 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 say and. You know, they have to prove that there would be some value added right. before they're going to make do that. So I think that transparency would actually be beneficial because we would go nuts if someone was like, oh, if Ted Leonsis, who I believe actually might be on the executive committee, but if they were lobbying him, like, I'm sure there are a whole bunch of people in this area who oh, are absolutely. into hockey. Yeah. Who would be like, All over come that. on, Ted, let's see it. So top on this. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think it's so weird, though, how... It's so opaque what the process would be for it to happen because people talk about it theoretically, like the NHL getting involved, but it, like mechanically, how would that happen? Nobody knows. No one knows. So, anyways, um, I guess now we're onto the more serious part of our yeah. Podcast. So did the uh, did the sea change in hockey like not actually happen? Yeah, it's like people just like ain't talking about it. Whoops. Yeah, I mean Whoops. it's it's really not. Uh, and then and I think that this is all kind of preceded by like two or not preceded, but it's happening in the midst of like two things that pretty much reinforced that the hockey world has no conception of how to handle issues pertaining to race no or abuse. So 
Um, like anyone who follows us on Twitter, I got, I like rage tweeted because USA Hockey in conjunction with the Hockey is for Everyone initiative did this feature on these two players who were adopted. They're black and they were adopted from the Congo by white parents. And so half of the story is about their white parents adopting them and, you know, and about how they, they were malnourished and how then they got their people rallied together to get them hockey equipment and now they're playing and they're loving it. And it just, it just disgusted me. I was like, why, why do you have to do this? Like, why, why does it matter where they came from? Do you talk about, do, do they talk about white players coming out of their mom's vagina and how they were naturally right. born? Like, no, it's, it's, it's irrelevant. And, and then it's also like this whole white savior weird narrative. And I, I it just, it just, it, I don't, I, it made me so uh, mad. Ugh. It, like, it feels like I'm, I'm speaking out of my ass because I'm not adopted. I'm not part of like that situation that community but like it would seem to me that like if you were constantly being like these are my children who i adopted in their horrible circumstances you're just like constantly kind of reinforcing like you're not my actual kid like i i saved you from somewhere like i adopted you i'm gonna keep talking about how i, I did this for you and no, it like feels icky to me it feels bad. super icky it's bad because then it sets and i am adopted and it sets up a dynamic where you feel indebted to your parents right. my parents were very careful to not do this they were always talking about how they were the ones who are lucky because I'm in their lives and everything like that. And so, you know, that's that's good. But it also just dredged up this whole other issue of what it could mean to some people because interracial adoption is very fraught. Mm-hmm. It raises a lot of issues. It can be difficult for the children. Like, I experienced that firsthand. And so for someone like me to see that, that's that's what I saw. I didn't see, I didn't see, you know, I mean, I think it's great that people, of, more people of color are playing hockey, but... Like why? Why couldn't you find? Why? Why could you? Why couldn't you run the story without focusing on right? Their just focus on situation? the kids and their story relating to hockey. Yeah, because because every single time they're out with their parents, it's abundantly obvious that right. they're adopted. They're not right. biological children, and and so why not? Why not let them just be who they are instead of instead of focusing on right. the, the white parents who magnanimously adopted them from an orphanage in Africa? It was just. It it was. You know, and, and then it just raised a whole host of other issues about, you know, the extent to which par- parents of kids from other countries try to keep them connected to their cultures. You know, I don't know. So I just found the whole thing to be very, very disturbing. And yeah. I'm like, why? I'm like, pick pick something else. Like pick just something yeah. different. Yeah. It, interview those kids. Talk talk about their experiences. But don't make the first... The fir- it it just know, feels creepy making yeah. it about their parents. Like, it's, yeah. it's just sort of like... And you can mention it at the tail end of the, the article... Or you could even include a photo of them and their parents. Right, That's and fine. people would get the point. Yeah, but you don't have to talk about it. I was not a fan. And and so um, the other the other thing that really irritated me was that commercial with Patrick Kane. Ugh, God, oh, that, God was so that was so gross. Who, who cleared that? Oh, God, it was so bad. Like, like a little girl wearing Like, there seriously Patrick aren't, like, like, hundreds of other people's jerseys you could have put that little girl in? Like, yeah. literally hundreds? You couldn't have picked one of them? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I will be damned if my daughter ever wears a oh my God. jersey right? or imagines being him. Gross. It was it was so gross. disgusting. Gross. It was gross. And then and then um so you see Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves making plays in like the little flash thingy and then it's like the little girls are playing, they're like, No dream is too big and I'm like, Yes, yeah, there are some dreams that are apparently too big right now because you know, you can dream about making five thousand dollars a year playing hockey. Yeah. Good for you. Good job. Good for you. Yeah. It would just Reach. Reach for the so reach for the drop ceiling. Yeah, it made me so sad. Yeah, so disgusting. But um, the other, yeah, I mean, as we were saying though, the conversation has died 
down a bit, like the other developments were that Mark Crawford, who is an assistant coach for the Blackhawks, mm-hmm. he apologized. He, he was under investigation for abusive behavior. And so he ended up apologizing for that. And I, I, I really felt like it was a good... It was a good apology, actually. And like part of what made it a good apology isn't that he like just apologized and kind of took action after he got caught and he was trying to cover his ass. Like he recognized years ago that he had an issue and he sought counseling and he's still seeking counseling to try to be better and not be that person anymore. Like that's how you do it. You have to like recognize that that you have issues and try to correct them before it's just you covering your butt and trying not to be in trouble anymore. I appreciated that. And I think it goes along with what we had talked about last week about you know, whether, what what happens, like, whether or not people can be redeemed after right. they have one of these issues. And what we were talking about was that if you do it not because you got caught, it carries a lot more weight. Yes. And he actually, not only did he apologize, but he was, like, as you were saying, he took proactive steps mm-hmm. to deal with it, so. And it was a good apology, too. It wasn't like that, I'm sorry if I hurt you. I'm sorry if I hurt your yeah. feelings. I'm sorry, you know, if I offended you. It's like, I'm sorry for my actions. Full stop. Right. I, like, that's I, how you do it. And I, I appreciated that. So it looks like he's going to keep his job. Okay. And I still, you know, I still, I still like have, I don't know how I feel about that, but I'm not, I'm not angry that he's keeping his job. Yeah. See, like people always, you know, people always say like, you cancel culture. Like you can't ever make a mistake because then you'll just be punished for it for the rest of your life. It's like, no, there are ways you can like do something fucked up in your past and own it and do better and then not have people want your head for it down the line. Yeah. And, and I mean, I, I think that we, we talk about a lot of these issues and we're like yelling about stuff and like, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to focus, I'm not going to spend my energy on like the borderline question as to whether Mark Crawford should have a job anymore. Cause he, I mean, you know, it, it's like, again, who, whether or not it's resolved in your mind is one thing, but it's, it's not something that is outrageous for him right. to be, still be employed. Right. So. Yeah, so that was interesting. And then one one funny thing, not it's actually not funny, but um, there was that announcement that the NHL made about what it was going to do following all these allegations of racism and abuse, and and the the big solution was to set up a hotline. And wah, I, wah. well, I watched. I was watching Batman, and he he said, "We in the NHL don't like surprises." And I was like, really? was Gary, Gary, how about in the NHL? Really? Not, how about not liking racism? How about saying right? Or how about not liking abuse? Like, but surprises. It's like it's like. So you're saying that you want to set up this hotline so you know you know when people are being shitheads to exactly. people. Yeah, and then it'll be okay because you weren't surprised by it. Yeah, you weren't surprised. You know. I was like, yeah. I'm like Gary. How about I just, like, I you don't know. understand people sometimes. No, I, don't I just either. don't. I don't get it. Um, but it it was insane though because if you listen to what he was saying, they didn't have a they didn't have a way for people to report it before, which is crazy. It's just like basic stuff. Like how can you not have a way to report that? Because there's there's no women or people of color anywhere mm. in the organization. So like no one ever thought like mm, this might be a thing we need. So we will see whether or not uh, whether whether or not it will be implemented. But the pressure largely seems to be off because I haven't seen any journalists asking questions. About yeah, it's kind of like what the plans forgotten are. And yeah, it's kind of like what they wanted to have happened in that they made some stupid announcement and everyone and then kind people of were like, about, "Yeah, great job." Yeah, and or then, they complained about how it was dumb and now nothing is going to happen. Yeah. So, so journalists do better. Do your job and have bigger attention spans. And put, like put pressure on Gary and ask questions about it. Um, and then I think the last thing that came out was the blackface incident with Akeem. Oh Leo. my god! It was god, just so that makes me pretty. so sick. Ugh. Oh my god! Can you imagine? That's fucking no. horrible. It's fucking horrible. I can't imagine. 
I can't imagine walking into a situation and seeing that and knowing that that is directed at me. And then having to, like, not immediately, like, fucking leave or lose your shit. Yeah, like, and then having to I, pose for a picture. Right, I... Uh, it was beyond horrific. It's beyond awful. Yeah, it was I, horrible. I, God. They, yeah, and someone had pointed out, you know, they printed a jersey with his name on it. And yeah, that took, like, multiple people and, like, forethought. Yeah. That wasn't something you decided, like, five minutes no. beforehand, like, oh, uh-huh, this would be funny. Yeah. No, and they, had, like, they, they actually had him show up late so yeah. that it would all be ready. Gross. Fucking yeah. gross. And it wasn't even a Halloween party. It's fucking mean, gross. Not that it would make it better, but, you know, usually, like, at Halloween, you kind of dress up as something else and people are idiots. Right. And it's That's still, when a lot of that still, shit like, happens. It's still offensive and horrible, but I think it's even worse when it's not even a situation where you're dressing up in a costume. It's just, like, right. targeted. Yeah. I mean, it's always targeted harassment, but it, I think it just makes it worse. Right. It's just... At the holiday party. There's not even that thin veneer of, like, oh, it's a costume time. Well, and you might be kind of expecting it at Halloween. You might kind of right. be, like, this is like, what happens. All right, who's going to pull out the dumb shit? Yeah, but, but like, at a holiday party where, every, where the whole team is there, and then they claim not to know about it. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, right. So he he ended up so the Colorado Eagles ended up issuing a statement apologizing to him, but also not mentioning the word racism. Of course and not. Then they were like, it doesn't reflect our values, blah blah. Um, but, yeah, whatever. But then it came out that they had actually never talked to him directly. But then they claimed to not know about the incident either. And I'm like, you you know, lies, knows your lies. Life. So um, so then um, they issued a joint statement, them and Alu, where he was talking about, or where they where Alu said that. He forgave them and that um, he doesn't want the guy to get fired. Can I just say, I think it's bullshit that he has to be the bigger person and forgive them. Mm-hmm. Like, he should get to be vindictive and be like, fuck all y'all forever. Like, and I guess, I mean, I guess. fuck all them forever. It's, it's so difficult. And, and, you know, I think that this is a, an issue that m- m- is more of an issue for the black community. I have to say, if he didn't forgive them, would he have just been like, you know, the quote unquote, like, angry black man? I think, I think potentially, yeah, he would have been written off that way. But, it, but historically, um, there have been huge, very visible incidents of black people forgiving white people for horrific things. And so, I mean, it's hard to talk about this because I'm not black and I will never know what it's like to be black in America. And it's also really difficult to talk about people's decisions to forgive because it's a very personal decision. Whether you want to do that and whether you want to do it in a public fashion, um, I, I would like to know whose idea it was to make it a publicized statement that he forgave them. Yeah, I hope it was his. I hope so, because because if they posed it to him as an idea to help make hockey better, you can see where he would want to jump at that opportunity. I mean, I won't fault him for doing it. If it was his idea, it's a personal decision, and, you know, it's not for us to stand in judgment of what he decided to do, but it just kind of reminded me of that situation um, after the... Remember the Botham John murder trial where... His brother. His brother hugged Amber Geiger... The judge hugged her and gave her a Bible. Gross. Gross. It was just... to say, like, f- fuck her. Come on. Yeah, I mean... Fuck her for real. But there was all this... There were all of these writers um, who were talking about how it's a common trope, among, like, throughout history mm-hmm. of... Like, you saw it after the Dylan Roof uh, incident. Incident is, like, a not strong enough word right. for it. But, um, but it just kind of made me think about that, as in... It's kind of, it happens so much for such horrific things that it's almost expected and you're almost not, you're outside of the norm if you, if you decide that you don't want to go that way and you want to hold on to your rage. Right. And it just kind of made me think about that. And then some people have pointed out that it's, it also, it also makes it easier 
it, it's like a way to assuage white guilt. So oh, absolutely. Because yeah. if, if if someone forgives a white person for being a racist shit, then you know you can say like, oh well, we're you know we're not so bad. You know, me being in blackface or me saying the N word isn't so bad because look, they forgave them for doing it, so it's okay. It's forgivable. It's fine. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you know. A side note: It's not fucking fine. Like, don't fucking do it ever. It's not okay. Like, and it's. I feel like this is one of those situations where like you should feel bad about it. Like you shouldn't get to have your guilt assuaged by it. Like you you shouldn't get to. You should feel bad and sit in it and like use that bad feeling to not do it again in the future. And I would hope that the reaction to being forgiven isn't that you don't feel guilty about it. Like you said, I, I, you, one would hope that people carry that with them forever as a reminder of how they shouldn't ever do it. But I'm a cynic, Leah. Yeah. I'm a cynic. I don't think no. that well of most people. But, but yeah, it was just a lot. There was just a lot to think about with that um, because it's not cool. It's not cool to criticize him for what he's decided to do. And I think, like, my guess is that he's probably trying to be the bigger person because right. he really wants to make a positive change in hockey. And you don't make a positive change in hockey by coming across as an angry black man right. or, you know, wanting everyone to get fired because he's, he's smart enough to know that... Right, that's that, going to turn. That's not going to get things anywhere. Right. So... Um, I think he's really admirable, and, and hockey really doesn't deserve him. He's too no. good. No, agreed. So, Akeem Alou, you're too good for hockey. Agreed. So, anyways, that's that's kind of a sad note to end on. <laughs> it is kind of a sad note to end on. All right, yeah, so you know what? It's okay. Let's think of something happy. Think of something happy. Yeah. Um, Although we don't have to. Maybe people should be sad, and they should no, think you should. No, you should be sad, and you should sit in it, and you should <laughs> yeah. feel sad, and use it for growth. Yeah, and contemplate and growth. what's happening. So, yeah, I'm not going to fall into that situation where we have to make people there feel... There That's right. That's yeah, okay. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, Sometimes before holidays, before joyous occasions, <laughs> you need to sit in feelings of, like, badness. Right? And Is like, that a thing? <laughs> I feel like it could be a thing. Like, you know, before, like, I, I'm a really, really bad Catholic. All right? Like, super, super bad. Like, lapsed isn't a good enough word for, like, the kind of Catholic I am. But I feel like... Are you like a negative Catholic? Are you I'm like, like a negative... Like, the church <laughs> tried to not baptize me. What? Several times. And, like... What? Try it and, was there a reason for it? Or was it, like, an administrative failure? <laughs> um, so they told my parents that they hadn't been going to that church long enough. For them to baptize me. You gave off witchy vibes. I did. And then, like, my first confession, the priest was like, okay, you should stop talking. You can stop talking now. What? Yeah. So I never went to confession how again. How old were you at your first confession? Oh, like, however you old you are. Like, you know, eight. I don't even know. I'm not a Catholic. I don't, I don't fucking remember. I don't remember. I, I was mean, a kid. What, what, I was little. You, what did you confess? Okay. You know, not that you want to. No, like, it was just like, you know, like, stupid little kids. So I'm like, oh, I disobeyed my parents. I fought with my brother and sister. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And the priest was like, okay, you can stop talking. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I was like, I'm going to confess everything and be all pure and good with the Lord. And the priest was like, you can stop talking. I'm like, all right, bitch. I'm done then. I'm done. And I never went to confession again, ever. That is fascinating. Ever. And then I, like, tried to get confirmed because that's what happens next. So I, like, went through confirmation classes at school, like, in college because I, like, missed it. Like, you know, the normal age you get confirmed. And I went through, like, a whole, like, the whole class, like, the whole, like, you know, three months thing with the classes and like the very last class before like the confirmation itself was supposed to happen the priest pulled me aside he's like i don't think your heart's really in this i'm not going to confirm you <laughs> wow yeah was yeah. your heart in it i mean i went there after like a long ass day like being up at five in the morning until like this class ended at night every single no. week you know i would be i think you should be proud yeah I, so you i was like all right that morass. okay all right cool i get the hint i get it but anyway, Wait, I what feel did you like tell your parents? I was basically like, so the priest doesn't want to confirm me. And they're like, well, it was a midnight mass. And my mom's like, the Catholic Church sucks. And my dad's like, um, I'm kind of think the Catholic Church sucks too. So 
And that was that. Y'all, Mary has the best parents. Like her, her like her her parents are from Alabama. They're like the the, the two non Republicans. They are. The <laughs> they are. And then she sent me the cutest picture of her dad at the impeachment rally. Oh, it's just it's, it's so nice. They're adorable. They're sweet. I know. Yeah. Like, so protesting and stuff. Yeah. So anyway, I'm like super super bad Catholic, but I feel like there's like some like whatever where like you feel bad, and then it's like Catholic guilt. Well, Catholic guilt is definitely a thing. But there's, like, Black Friday or, like, there's, like, no, there's, like, Easter Sunday and then there's something. No you didn't get confirmed. It's something Friday before then. Easter? Is that when Jesus was born? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. The bunny brought, like, Jesus an egg and then, like, something hatched out of it? Like, forgiveness came out of the egg. Right? Like, that's how that works. Like, you eat the egg and then, like, you're forgiven. Right? Yeah. Forgiveness egg. Yeah. Like, obviously. Um, it tastes like chocolate. <laughs> um, if forgiveness did have a taste, maybe it would taste like chocolate. I, I think don't it know. might. Maybe it would. I would hope it would taste like something good. Otherwise, why would you forgive anybody? Yeah. I'm going to forgive you, and then it's going to taste like butt. <laughs> like, well, screw that then. It would have to have some negative component to it so to remind you of the bad thing you did, but then right. maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It's very complex. No, anyway, so okay, let's maybe like, make this similar. I would like, make a So for, ca- for in Catholics, like, you have to, like, sit in your in your badness and, like, confess that shit and own up to it before it can be, like, wiped away and be good. So, like, okay, sit, let's sit in our badness. Okay. We're going to end our podcast in our badness, and then we're going to, like, have, like, people have their nice holidays, and it'll be good, and then maybe good things will come out of it. You still can't get over the fact that the priest told you to stop talking. Yeah, he's straight up. Those are, I'm not even, like, I'm not even, like, exaggerating for, like, comedy here. Oh, or, no. like, he literally said, okay, you can stop talking now. Were you sad? I literally, I, I remember just sitting there thinking, like, okay, then. <laughs> or were you like I'm so and then bad he's like, and then he's like and like normally like after you have to like confess the priest like assigns you like prayers to go like uh-huh. finally like clear it so you like go back out right, to the church right, you and you like, do, like whatever you say like however many X number of prayers whatever whatever and like part of, com- of, of your confession is you have to memorize all these prayers beforehand and like some of them are more tricky than others or whatever um and so he's like so what do you think your like penance should be and I was like I should have to say, like, the Our Father five times, because that was, like, the easiest one, and it was, like, a l- really low number. I was like, fine, fuck you. I'm going to do, like, the least amount of, like, penance ever. He was like, okay, sounds good. I wish you would have said that. I know. I was little I was little and innocent like, then. Like, you. I hadn't learned big words like fuck that yet. You, Father. Yeah, but no, I literally was like, okay, then if, if, I, if, if I'm done, if that's enough confessing for you, then I'm never going to confess oh. again. And your parents And I you, didn't. Your parents let you do that. Oh, my mother was so, like, not into the church thing ever. Like, one of the – I remember being in um, Sunday school once, and I, like, went in there primed by my mother, and I, like, asked this, like, woman. I'm like, why can't women be priests? <laughs> and That's she, amazing. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost like your mother didn't have you in there for purposes of spiritual enrichment. She was using you. Yeah. To terrorize. Well, she stayed home on Sundays, so my dad took us. My dad took us on Sundays. <laughs> well, it's kind of like obligation. So it's kind of like obligation, and then like all the little church ladies hit on him because they thought <gasps> he was a single father, a single military father oh, with his three children. His kids to church. Yeah, bringing oh. his kids to church because their heathen mother wouldn't. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's amazing. Yeah, so it was a thing. I mean, you know, I, like to, and now we are ending on a funny. Note, we are, so. <laughs> and then as soon as we kind of like got through, like he's like, "All right, whatever." I like gave you God. I'm, I'm it. He like we all like quit. And that God. was that. Well, um. Just just so you know, um, I love Mary's parents because <laughs> I remember when Mary told her mom that she was pregnant, she had lied about it and said oh, that she I wasn't. Oh, I did. I did. And then, and then d- did you give her a rattle wrapped in a box I gave her, so I, I like, like, found out I was pregnant. I decided I was going to tell them in person. So my mom, like, knew I was, like, having my procedures done and I, like, lied to her face, like, forever and, like, for weeks. 
And then finally, when I was like 12 weeks along or whatever, and I felt kind of confident they'd come up to visit, I gave her, so they, she teaches at the University of Alabama, and their mascot is this green dragon blaze. So I found like a, one of those pacifiers with a stuffed animal attached, just a green dragon, and I boxed it up. And I gave it to them. I said, okay, well, before we, like, go get lunch or whatever, I have an early Christmas present for you. And so I, like, was, like, secretly recording them. And (laughs) I love this so much. It's so great. Um, So I'm secretly recording, and she, like, kind of, like, opens up, and, like, she looks at the card. She's, like, an early Christmas present, and she, like, throws it aside. It's like, whatever. And she, like, wrestles through the paper, and she pulls out the pacifier. My dad's like, oh, that's cute. My mom's sort of, like, looking at it, sort of, like, smiling, like, stuffed animal. It's a dragon. That's cute. It's my college. And she, like, turns it over and sees the pacifier attached. And she does, like, this literal, like, looking up, and her jaw drops. And she just, like, stares at me for, like, it felt like a really long time. It was, like, five or six, like, six seconds of, like, complete science. And she's like... You fucking liar. I know. I loved it. Mary took it. She sent me the video and I laughed hysterically. It's great. I know. It's I, great. I wish my mother would call me a fucking liar. Right. It was great. It was so heartwarming. It was heartwarming. Anyways. Yeah. Happy holidays. See you next Tuesday. <laughs>